This one time I admitted I'd bite my toenails on a podcast. My name is John and I am an actor. Ladies, gentlemen and various therapists, this is Modern Escape. Welcome to the show, my name is Oodles, and joining me today, some call him the bear, but we call him Gadget. I, I'm very bear-like. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll take it. I do like to hibernate, and I'm a big fan <laughs> of catching fresh salmon. Mm-hmm. Also, Get tossed by Goliath. Yes. Some call him Ted Lasso, but we call him Biggie. <laughs> All right. He knows nothing about football. He, also, he doesn't believe... <laughs> Some Ooh. call her Orange is the New Black But we call her Candy Hello, you can call me Chocolate Orange as well if you want Or Terry mm, Terry And finally Some call him The Muppet Show But we call him Stig It's been clopped kids Against the blue billion pound bottle jobs Kuan <laughs> Oodles, translate Football, Liverpool okay. one. Oh, okay <laughs> Congratulations, Liverpool. Probably Much didn't. deserved. Much deserved. Can't argue. Can't argue with a win. Another trophy How is everyone in the cabinet. Doing? How is everyone doing? On a high. Great after that. Great. Yeah. <laughs> is it first first uh, win you've ever watched before, Biggie? <laughs> I didn't really know we were playing until someone told me. I didn't think so. Cool, 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 cool. How's everyone else then? Yeah, Can really you? good game, I thought. No, I didn't, I'm not at the critique of the game that you never watched. <laughs> the, 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 the men kicked the ball really well. Mm. My ice hockey team lost it's 8-0 great. last Come night. Come on. 8-0? <laughs> yeah, wasn't great. Doesn't that call it 8-love or 8-0? Well, 8-0, I guess. <laughs> I, watched a, I watched a man drink a litre of gin last night and not die. Oh. Oh, you were watching me? <laughs> no, one of Pip's mates was over, and the man. Well, uh, you, you, you've met him, Mark. Uh, the man can fucking drink. I, I, I can. Um, yeah. I, that's yeah, why I'm yes. drinking pop tonight. I'm drinking pop Stick tonight. Take him I went out last night. She texted me and said, "Like you, you like to drink gin." I was like, "What's this? What's a good amount?" I said, "Well, the last like binge I went on was I drank a full bottle at the podcastle. Yeah, so totally I paid for it the next day, but I managed to get through it. Yeah, he <laughs> he he drank he drank a liter of London gin and then woke up." Perfectly fine. I don't know how he does it. There's no way he didn't wake up when he had the London dry gin mouth. Because dry gin mouth is the worst mouth. <laughs> have. I did not wake up fine. It does dry you out. That's it literally dries state. you out. It's like you've been stuck on Arrakis for months when you when you wake up from fucking <laughs> dry gin mouth. It's just, just it's the worst. Just want something to spit on you. Yeah, <laughs> just for a bit please, of moisture. Oh, it's awful. But yeah, I, I drank far too much last night. But I'm here. Yay. Yay. So. How are you, Oodles? Because no one ever asks no one, you. No one ever fucking cares, mate. No one cares. <laughs> but more, more important than how are you, Oodles, why are you, Oodles? This is a very, very, very um, good Oodles, you're doing great as well. Football's killing it for... You're, you know, you're killing it as well, aren't you? Team? I don't like to gloat because, like, um, people get annoyed when Leeds are doing well. <laughs> Other than me. 
Yeah, we're, we're all happy. We smashed Leicester. Leicester FC. We smashed, absolutely <laughs> smashed them. Giants, they were called. Giants. Not anymore. Oh, it looks like Newcastle. Yeah. It looks like Newcastle lost today, so I assume there's going to be some equine f- uh, boxing somewhere. <laughs> Don't oh, worry about the finances, though. <laughs> I'm sure the checkbooks are still balancing. Right, so let's get on with it. Come on, it's time for Biggie's Breaking News. You may already know, but he doesn't, because it's time for Biggie's Breaking News. A one, a two, a one, two, three, four. He's, He's our centre half. He's our number, He's a number four. four. Watch him defend. defend. And, and we watch, we watch him, him score. He can pass, pass the, ball. the ball. Come, Come as, you, as like. you like. He's, He's Virgil van Dijk. He's Virgil van Dijk. Virgil van Marching on together. Shut up, you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Fog on the day in his old main, old main. Fog on the day in his old main. Yeah, which... We're just celebrating a beautiful man with a beautiful header to win a beautiful trophy for another beautiful man with his beautiful white teeth. And his beautiful clothes leaving. Yeah, well. look With those tears. Come on, news me up. Okie dokes. First up, four fan favourite Xbox games have been confirmed and they're coming to Nintendo Switch and Sony. The choices are Pentiment, Hi-Fi Rush, Grounded and Sea of Thieves. Two of them I've never heard of. Because uh, Rare, the developer behind all-time classics such as Banjo-Kazooie and Perfect Dark, has never made a PlayStation game before. But all that changes, and the studio will ship Sea of Thieves on the PS5. UK developers never worked on any of the uh, uh, systems. Nintendo previously had a stake in the studio before it was wholly acquired by Microsoft in 2002. Fair enough. Good. uh, Yeah, good, good business move. I mean... What's Pentiment? And uh, Pen- oh, Grounded's the Ants one, isn't Gra- it? Gra- Grounded's the, the Honey I Shrunk the Shooter. Um, yeah, like survival. <laughs> um, What's Pentiment? Pen- so Pentiment's the one from Obsidian where everything... It's, a, it's like a kind of me- medieval narrative, who done it, who killed somebody kind of thing. Uh, but the graphics are done as if it's um, like like the Bayer Tapestry. Um, like Monty oh, Python yeah. uh, but- animation. <laughs> Everyone says it's excellent. <laughs> no, tapestry. Yes, it's tapestry. But... Oodles, mm. it's a narrative game from Obsidian. Need to push that Can't down go there. wrong. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. Can't and obviously, can't and, go wrong, and obviously we've talked about it a fair bit on the pod before. Hi-Fi Rush is a fucking banger. Everyone on PlayStation oh, beat supports. That. Beat that. That's a, that's a game, yeah. That's a good game. Um, I've already beat it. I don't think I'll double dip on it because it'll probably be 70 quid. <laughs> no, no I, think it's, I, think it's, I think it's only 30. Um, no. so, but Sea of Thieves is, is the one that I think a lot of people will be excited about because you know it's a live service game where you can all play together you know and it's good it is a good game I know you found it a bit boring noodles but like, it be cross, cross, cross I just got told off well, for being a pirate that's the problem you stole the fucking oh, boat I was too pirate <laughs> um, <laughs> but I mean yeah Sea of Thieves will be great on PlayStation and it's yeah like Stig just said it, is it going to be cross play do we know cross platform because there's already an audience playing it, which yes, it says in the news cro- support of cross play for Xbox, PlayStation, and PC. Good. Yes. You want? When's that coming out? April thirtieth. Ah, then the L divers exists. 
It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> pint. <laughs> I've not played any Rare games. They're supposed to be a very good developer. You've not played not Rare games? Not even like I back in the N64 days? Banjo-Kazooie? I didn't have one. Okay, no. I didn't played. have one, but I still played it. Not even... You, you had a Super Nintendo, oh, though. I didn't have one. Yeah, Super Nintendo, though. Did, you, did you not play Donkey Kong Country? Donkey Kong, yeah. Um, maybe bought the one on the SNES. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, I've played that then. Yeah, I didn't realise so, I was playing them. Your statement is null and void. <laughs> well, I, I said corrected. Well, I realised that they did. Yeah, thank you. See, that's more. That's a better response. Have you Have you not played Goldeneye before? No. Oh, I don't think so. Man. Wow. I was playing time I feel like I feel, I feel like everyone had to play Goldeneye at some point. Had to. I don't well, particularly like the game. What do you think like you do a modern escapism uh, multiplayer Goldeneye session one night? I don't really like it, Candy. It's, it controls like shit and it looks like shit. It does, but can you now. imagine how much fun it would be if we were all playing like absolute controls shit? Controls on Xbox aren't too bad now because you can... Oh, have they done them all? You can just select... You can have the classic controls if you're a sadist or you can just put yeah. like a normal... I mean, I think let, let me be real... I, Go on, sorry. I, th- I think if we're going to do that, we need to do it at a podcastle with original hardware. Fast screen. Four-way split screen. Four-way split screen, yeah, that's <laughs> the way to do it. Because yeah, there's only again. four of us. Yeah. I mean, my, me and my friend... My, well, no, Oodles, me you, my, you, you just said you don't like the game, so you can sit outside and smoke. Me and my friend played like two, one versus one on it, like when he came over last time. Like, oh, <laughs> again, I don't, I, I don't want to f- throw shade on GoldenEye's control scheme without mentioning that Time Splitter's control scheme was also shite. Oh, it fucking was. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not being I mean, it elitist. Was fine PlayStation, guys. I'd be alright then, then if I play it. Oh, you were f- they were both fucking atrocious. Before analogs <laughs> were the staple. Before we, yeah, we right. were using time, analogs to look. Time, there was nothing wrong with GoldenEye when it came, when it came out because we'd never experienced anything like it before. So there was nothing to compare it against. Yeah, oh no, I know, I know, I know. It's a thing. I'm Just now, about. if you try and play it with us, it's... <laughs> and he's announced some games and we're talking about fucking GoldenEye. Next. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little link to uh, Sony are planning to release a PC support for PlayStation VR 2 this year. Which makes it Why, an it... Instant, instantly better purchasing option. Because Sony, yeah, I mean, Sony, Sony have, have barely supported it, have they? Nah. <laughs> There's no, I like, saw a tweet saying, I bought this a year ago. And not a single first-party game's come out for it, and I've had to rebuy games that I already owned. What was the point? Didn't they do a um? They they do a um, Aloy game. What's her name? Aloy Ginger Girl. On VR. Yeah, yeah. They did, yeah. They did a Horizon Maybe Call of it, the then. Call of the Wild. No, no that like came that. out with it, didn't it? So if yeah. that's all they've done since. Yeah, there's, there, there's not been a first-party Sony VR game since that. VR there's, is crap. There's been <laughs> it's just ports crap. of other VR games, like stuff that you can get on Quest and on PC VR anyway. Um, but I don't think there's been, there hasn't really been any exclusives. So Rhythm such a games gimmick. are amazing for VR. Yeah, they are. But outside that, it's, you get the odd, like, the... the um, Phantasmophobia or whatever it was. That's phasmophobia. Phasmophobia, because it just it shits you up. <laughs> As does Half Life Alex. Yeah, but uh, Half Life Alex is amazing. Isn't it? Yeah, but, yeah, it's yeah, for PlayStation. Like, what's the point? I, after the PSP, they can't one, complain, I, can they? They can't I knew complain that they about the sale. It, so I didn't. Oh, I would never have got a VR two ever. It. The, th- the thing is, well, with the VR2, they actually released a really good head- headset. Like, it's got great tracking. Uh, it punches pound for pound above, like, what the Valve Index does, or near enough, and that costs twice as much. So, like, 
it'd be a great PC headset, but there just isn't the business support behind it on Sony's side to to warrant buying it just for the PlayStation. But if you've got a good PC imagine and you being, can get some Steam VR stuff, then fucking go for it. It's a good, it's a good option. Imagine being exclusively a um, VR player. Like, I've got a Quest 2 in my house, and the only time I've used it is to purchase in, in-app purchases for my son. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, imagine being a... I only play VR games. I'm a hardcore gamer. I'm hardcore. Fucking God, what a gimmick. Yeah, that's great. Dies out. Hope it dies out. No, VR is great. It's just a lazy cunt. Yeah, I am. <laughs> there, there are VR games you can play sat down, like Star Wars Squadrons is great in VR. I'd rather just play a real game. That is a real is game. A real it's, a game. Fucking, it's fucking It puts wing. you inside the cockpit. Yeah, cockpit. You're in an Not X-Wing shooting up the Empire. Not a real game. It's an experience. It, it's a fucking, it took me 20 hours <laughs> to get through it. You haven't used your VR for 20 hours. I've checked your logs. I've checked your stats since owning it. Fucking hell, man. <laughs> he, won't, he, he, won't, he won't be counted on this, will he? No. no. Biggie, you getting a VR, mate? Nope. Nope. I played um, Resident <laughs> Evil 7 on my mates. No, that was great fun, but I don't nope. need it. It's better without VR. <laughs> yeah. It's got to be. He's, he's looking forward to picking up a Nintendo Virtual Boy. I just think <laughs> it's right. It. I just think it's better in VR. The game Res- like Resident Evil. It's just... Um, just makes I, me feel sick. I, I've, got got the, I've got the constitution for I've got the constitution for horror games in VR. Like I, I only got to, I only got to the end of Alex by fucking using cheats on it, which means I didn't get any of the achievements. <laughs> games don't scare me. Generally, I don't like playing a game. Don't like horror games. Do not scare me. Put me in VR. Scare me. Completely the opposite. Oh yeah, because it's right there in my face, right yeah. in my ears. Especially when you suddenly then realise every monster in every video game jumps at your fucking face, yep. and when they move around like spiders, the arachnophobia nearly dies. <laughs> it got it got to the point that one of the cheats I did with Half Life Alex, so it was uh, infinite ammo and no reloads. So I was literally just walking into a room with the shotgun and just like fucking emptying it in, in the place, <laughs> like an American policeman just trying to make sure nothing's moving. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, my only issue is that mine takes too long to set up. I wish I had one that I could just dunk on my head. Because I've got an old VR. Yeah, you got the Rift, haven't you? Mm. Next! Halo co-creator and Battlefield game director Marcus Leto has left EA. He had been heading up the Seattle-based Ridgeline Games, an EA studio dedicated to the Battlefield franchise, and has seemingly scrubbed all mention of Battlefield and EA from the social media bio, as well as updated their LinkedIn to state they've now left EA. Didn't even know he was at EA. You didn't even know who he was? Nope. First time I've ever heard that man's name in my life. Interesting that he scrubbed the mentions of Battlefield and EA. Sounds like that's bad blood. Yeah. Mm. Of course I, I, it is. They really need to go in a new direction, but we talked about that before. Yeah. I thought it was interesting that another person has left that series. I'm calling it now. The next Battlefield games, Call of Duty games, Halo games are all going to be exactly like Helldivers. Are they, they, are they going to have some mood like that? Yep. Of course they are. And they're going to give it... What What kind of fancy industry name are they going to call it? Because we had Battle Royales, we had Souls-likes. What are they going to call it? Dropping games. I don't know. What are they going to call it? Mosh pits. Democracy. <laughs> Democracy <laughs> games. Democracy <laughs> manifest. Yeah. Get your hands off my penis! Games. Yes. <laughs> Suck it a Chinese Next. meal. Moving swiftly on, uh, Lady Gaga is heading uh, over to Fortnite for the festival season two. 
Singing Superstar will feature as an icon in Fortnite, meaning you can play as her and play her tracks in game. Tempted. I'm, I'm oh my god, right the comments now. though. You can imagine the comments. <laughs> it's it's been a cesspool. It always What is. do you mean there's a girl for it for being advertised to girls? We won't have this. We only want girls to look sexy. Didn't they, didn't they do the same with Ariana <laughs> Grande when she was sexy. in the game? Mm. She is sexy. She's really sexy. Not sexy enough, apparently. But I think she's doing one of those concerts, isn't she, that they do in, in Fortnite? Yeah. yeah, she is, yeah. No, I love how Fortnite has evolved into this. It's so mad. Best concert all. they did was when best concert they did on Fortnite was Galactus eating the planet. <laughs> <laughs> Not strictly a concert, but I, it was funny. I can't like fault them for all the effort they put into these events and get and everything. It's not for me, but like a lot of fans seem yep. to enjoy it. And well, the, it, the events where like worlds get eaten and stuff and it changes it, the map and that. It's quite cool. Isn't there something I now, now, now with Fortnite worlds where it's like there's now like a rhythm game, so like people are like breaking there's out the a, guitar hero a, controllers there's and there's like a guitar new, hero, yeah. a, a new mm. controller coming out. Mm-hmm. What yeah. was quite funny about the Lady Gaga thing was there's a tweet from her a few years ago saying what's Fortnite and it's spelled properly. Yeah, <laughs> and then she's just retweeted. Did you got two Fort- weeks, dickhead? She's put Fortnite, F O R N I T E, with a, with an asterisk. Like the 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 best one was herself. I, I remember seeing funny. that one because like uh, the streamer Ninja replied to us says, "Hey, if you uh, get send, 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 I thought you said Ninja then. No, Ninja. <laughs> um, and this was back when he was like the top streamer in the world. And like, he, he said, like, I'll oh, send me a message and I can I guide you through it and show you how to play the game. It's really fun. And then she just replies back to him, "Who are you?" <laughs> yeah, that was what it was based off. People, like, he's a Fortnite player, and then she, she then said, "What's Fortnite?" Like, yeah, because why like, she's gonna know until somebody rolled up with a load of money and said, "Fancy being in your avatar in our game?" Yeah, yeah sure. Ninja. Couple of million for you. Yeah. <laughs> Couple of million body body scan motion capture done. Done. Congratulations, Lady Gaga. Next, over to the world of film and TV. Wait, wait, wait. Disney sells a major. Hang on a second, Biggie. Hang on. Mm-hmm. You've missed off one of the big announcements of this week. In fact, several big announcements this week. Oh, go on. I was trying to keep it tight. I know, but, you know, the Didn't Elden Ring job. DLC was announced. Release date, trailers. No one gives a shit about that. <laughs> yeah, move on. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Go on, uh, announce well. it, Biggie. <laughs> uh, Elden Ring, something, something announced. There you go. Excellent. Can't wait. <laughs> Does it look Shadow good, guys? Tree. Are you happy? Good, right? does. Are you yes. excited? Yes, we're very yeah. excited. I might yeah. finish it now. You, you won't. won't. <laughs> <laughs> I might do. Maybe I sh- maybe that's my challenge. I should finish that by the end of this year. Mate, you can't finish your sent off. Come on. Let's be real. Yeah, finish Dragon Quest. Yeah. Congratulations. Lot, lot that's easier, all you though. need in life. It's a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> it is excellent. Well done. Um, shadows of the Earth Tree. Shadow or Shadows of the Earth Tree. Shadow. Sh- shadow, because because you're in the shadow lands. Singular. Yeah. Yeah. It looks so, great. See, so you, you're in the shadow of the Earth Tree, and it looks fantastic. New bosses. It does. Uh, melee combat as well, which I thought was interesting. Uh, yeah. Not melee, like hand to hand martial arts combat. Did you see the, the, the kick that was doing that was the same as the Sekiro guys? Yeah, I did see that. I was I was watching did you, I was watching Varty Vidya's breakdown of it. Um, I watched it yeah. I know it's there. Well he mentioned something that's in it which I wasn't which I wasn't expecting that there's going to be a a secondary power leveling stat. 
you know, like in Sekiro, like you you, you claim the boss memories and that boosts your, your yeah, attack that's power. That's how you get your attack power. Yeah. Yeah. Well, apparently they're putting that something similar to that in Elden Ring, so that if you go in with like an end game level character, your it you there is still a challenge for you that you still have to effectively level up in a way. Even new game plus far. Yeah. Which says, which which says to me that at least the bosses are probably going to scale with your level as well. Into it, into it, yeah. I'm very excited. It's June twenty first or something like that. Soon, soon. I love that. Love that for me. Next, <laughs> is it right if I continue? Yeah, sure, sure, hon. Oh, right, just checking in. Uh, Disney sells a major part of its movie business to Sony. As per Variety, Disney will soon be outsourcing the distribution of its home entertainment media to Sony Pictures Entertainment. The new deal will see Sony manufacture, distribute, and market DVDs, Blu-rays, and other physical media of Disney-owned releases. Sony will only be selling all of Disney's new releases and catalogue titles on physical media because Disney have decided to start to move away from that. Sure, we talked about this last week. No. No. You posted it. No. This week, I'm talking to myself about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to say that this is the first step to Disney allowing Sony to do things so they can buy Spider-Man off them. Because <laughs> <laughs> they really want to get Spider-Man away from Disney. Yeah. It's good. Mm. No, it's good because um, there are why, why, people why, who... How, how is this anything bad? It's got to be good, hasn't it? It's physical stuff. I'm all for yeah. physical media. And there's someone who's just... They've just developed a new disc as well that can put like... It's 125 ter- terabytes. Terabytes or something on a disc or something stupid. And it costs hundred quid a go, I bet. Well at the minute I mean, at, yeah. at the minute it's wildly expensive, but it's it's one of those things that they've proved the technology. Yeah, you've got so to remember like, like DVDs were hundred quid when they came out, weren't they, originally, and then they just turned into a quid. It, it's it's more so that it'll allow higher and higher resolutions so as time goes on. Cause like you know, future proofing. Yeah, like AK will be the next thing than sixteen K and stuff like that and It'll basically get to the point where your TV has the resolution of just your window. You just look through it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I still think 4K pricing is still way too high at the minute. They need to drop that. It'll because come down eventually. It's just yeah, when 8K is out. <laughs> yeah, in the same way that DVDs I, got cheaper when Blu-rays came out. I've got a 42-inch 4K telly, and they weren't expensive. You know how tight I am. I'm a, I'm a monitor's 4K. No, and, but 4K you know, 4K Blu-rays cost quite a lot. Like they're still I, like I've still like PlayStation, still like twenty two quid. I mean the the discs got, to I've buy the films. Oh, the disc, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, yeah, I've got I've got loads for cheap. I've got like the thing. I've got Aliens. Oh yeah, the the, the, the Game, one Game of Thrones. The ones out them. The ones I've bought are either films that I absolutely adore and want to keep forever. Like I think the last one I bought so, for that was Dune. Um, mm-hmm. and then yeah, I've the, got Dune as well. But then other ones I've bought have been like, you know, whenever eBay or Amazon does like a two for thirty quid deal. Get a yeah, couple of classics. Tarantino ones that they did, and I'm still waiting for some of them ones. Yeah, I've got loads. I've actually got, got any yet. And we're, we're going to go through. You can see them all behind me. Yeah, shit loads. Mm-hmm. We're going to go through and like start just getting rid of. There's some absolute dross in there. I better one CEX near you. Yeah, <laughs> I've already sorted the TV I- ones out. It's just loads of the films to go through. Now I'm just about keeping the full box set of ER. No, <laughs> stuff like that. No, more like full box of like Desperate Housewives or something like that. <laughs> Actually, I, was, I really enjoyed that. Just trailed off towards the end, but yeah, it's just a lot of like twenty four. I've got all of twenty four, and I love twenty four. But I know I'm not going to sit and watch through all of them again. So no, yeah. I just want to keep that one. The collections like the Ghibli, the, the Disney, Pixar, the MCU. 
and all like but all like good films that I love. That I'll go back to Brazzers, all your Brazzers collection. Yeah, yeah, Slut Puppies too. Oh, love it. Ah, oh, it's a banger. It's better than first one. Yeah, just like Frozen Two. Speaking of mistakes, Avengers 5 will no longer be titled The Kang Dynasty, Dynasty. <laughs> oh, shit, Sherlock. Who <laughs> <laughs> saw that coming? <laughs> Clearly not Jonathan Majors. <laughs> oh. Seems to be very surprised punched, by his impending Punched it out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Too soon? <laughs> What's it going to become an Avengers Moving. 5 veto? <laughs> <laughs> Be brave, just call it Avengers 5. Mm. Leave it. Leave it at that. Nah, it'll be... Um, they said that he's going to take a lesser role in it. Does so that mean they're still going to use him or have him as a background character or what? Are they going to kill him in the first minute? <laughs> I just don't understand why they just... I'm. The problem is Ant-Man and Quantumania fucked the character. Good. Because he... They made it out like he was like a, a proper powerful Kang and he got beat in that film. But he's not the powerful Kang. He's one of the weaker ones and there's a more powerful one. But if you list, if you kind of look at the conversation around that film, people didn't understand that. They just thought that Kang was a regular baddie. He got beat by Ant-Man. How is he any threat to the Avengers? So yeah. they fucked him with that film. I'm telling you now, I know it's going to be Doctor Doom. Yeah, I think they're just going to go Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom, one of the greatest villains of all time. Or, Apparently, or, um, or, or Galactus, if it ties in with uh, the Fantastic nah, Four. Film. Too, too soon for Galactus. Galactus is Thanos level. Oh, true. But yeah, they need to do something that's not a universe threat. Yeah, they need to be s- slow it down and build up a momentum again. Latest rumor on Doctor Doom is Daniel Craig as well. Nah, I, I, I can I can take that. I still yeah, want no, I still can. want Glenn Howerton, man. Yeah. I'm not getting away from Glenn Howerton as Doctor Doom. Daniel Craig, but with his accent from um, Knives Out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take that. He's European. Mm, I'll, t- I'll take that. I'll take that. Next. Interesting one. There are going to be four separate biopic films are in the works about each member of the Beatles to all release in what? theaters in 2027. Sam Mendes will direct each film. Can't wait to watch the Ringo one. Stories, one with each band member's point of view. Okay, now. So is, is Ringo's one just going to be him just sat in the, in the corner while the others are arguing? Narrating Ringo. Thomas the Tank. Ringo, going, do a peace and love. For peace and love. <laughs> I don't know. Like, obviously, Paul and John have, yeah. have a bit more. They were the front thought. leading men. Yeah. Then you've got George Harrison like, yeah, sure, George, whatever, mate. <laughs> it's just it's just like the Ringo I, I, one's going to end where he starts saying, please don't send me any fan mail. Peace and love. Peace and love. He's going to do that. That's how it's going to end. I've got to stop sending me fan mail. I, I've got a feeling that individually, I don't think each of the Beatles is interesting enough to carry their own film. Like the story, I don't. Not even John story, Lennon and Paul McCartney. Yeah, the story of the Beatles is interesting. But them as individual people, like I think they were just very talented people. Like there was nothing. We had that special John Lennon them. one with the guy from Kickass in it. Do you remember? I mean, we 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 had the true representation of the Beatles in um in Dewey uh, Cox in Dewey Cox, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm John Lennon. I'm John Lennon. <laughs> just take complete uh, like artistic license to the extreme and just make it up. 
Like no one knows. <laughs> no one really knows about them. Just make anything up. Well, I've like I'll, I'll follow the Beatles meeting up at the job centre. Like, but it's it's they're going to intertwine the with each for me. Intertwine with each other. So you're going to be able, apparently you're meant to be able to form a narrative based on the other films, and as they cross into each other's paths and do. The, that sounds I, like a absolutely. fucking nightmare. <laughs> I, I, I adore the Beatles music. I absolutely adore them. I think they're pioneers for the time as well. But watching four movies based on an individual Beatle sounds like hell to me. <laughs> I'm just not interested. <laughs> I know these states of the, like... uh, all the states of the Beatles will be fighting about who makes the most money, whose film makes the most. It's just yeah, who looks fighting. the best. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather watch a Yoko Ono documentary because she's batshit. <laughs> oh, it could be called Oh No, Oh No. Wee. Oh, I just like so it when, when Yoko's getting ignored and stuff. She just starts screaming on songs and stuff. <laughs> I do love seeing clips of her playing live with somebody. <laughs> yeah, it's just excellent like jazz musicians all around her and she just starts shrieking in the corner Isn't with her like, carrot. When she's like around in that documentary with, and she's like trying to... Just- Screaming. He's trying to put, get him input on the songs, and Paul's just like, "Yeah, so, oh no, yes, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 sure yeah, thing, yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's just a nutter. Now, that'd be an interesting film. I don't know how this is going to play out. Um, it's going to be shit. Yeah, why not just do <laughs> I mean, that? Sam, Sam Mendes is a good director, but I, I, he is. Also, the thing, the thing is, like, if it's four individual films, that's eight hours worth of films. With cross-branching stories, by the time you get to whoever's is released last, you're not going to remember what happened in the fucking first one. You know how it's going to go. They're going to go in order of popularity. It's going to be the Ringo, the George Harrison film, and then it's going to be a toss-up between the the no, uh, no, no, Paul no. McCartney and John Lennon one. No, they'll start with Paul McCartney or John Lennon. They'll start with Paul McCartney because they've got a look. Because if the first one. And then shit. end with Lennon. And end with Lennon, yeah, because you can't yeah. start with the shit ones. <laughs> end with a good, yeah. the better. And I mean, another one. It'll be the quickest less... one because he got shot. It'll be, it'll be, it'll I be thought Paul. Paul McCartney was dead. Oh, yeah, that's what got conspiracy, isn't it? <laughs> it'll be Paul and Ringo because obviously those are the ones alive to kick up a stink if things are bad. They'll go first. Oh, yeah, that's who, true. Who do you think the big baddie's going to be? Do you think the fifth one's going to be Beatles Assemble? Tom Jones. Your corner. <laughs> Yeah, Yoko. Now it's, it's it's got it's going to be that um that, that drummer Elvis. that they got now that drummer that they got rid of before Ringo, Pete, <laughs> Pete or something or other. He's going to be fo- yeah. following them in, in, in following their tour bus in like a little Volkswagen van, just like plotting their downfall at every time, <laughs> collecting the stones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I, I just not interested. And I, I absolutely adore the Beatles music. Again, it just sounds dull to me. Next, we'll do, t- just... we'll do the Tim Pan Alley Avengers with like the Rolling Stones. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry to uh, jump in on you, Biggie. Um, it's just when Gadget mentioned Glenn Howerton. Uh, there's going to be a remake apparently of American Psycho. Oh, and someone's oh. put him forward for American. For, oh for fuck, that. I want that. Someone put let him cook, and then Rob McElhenney uh, retweets saying, "Cook, let him feast." <laughs> <laughs> oh, he'd be so good as Patrick Bateman. I Come mean, on. we don't need it. We don't, we need, don't it, need it, but I would but, like uh, to see it. Yeah. They won't do that. It'll be bloody Ryan Gosling or something. I mean, he wouldn't be bad as Patrick Bateman, but... He wouldn't. Have you seen just Drive? Be, he just, can do Unhinged. Just just get Christian Bale to do it again. 
Why shock do we need shock. that though? Why did it, what's the point? Bateman reborn. You <laughs> <laughs> got killed in the later. second one. Jeez, we've seen that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely terrible. Seeing the second one, yeah. I haven't I didn't even know there was a second one. Awful. I guess. Is it Mila Kunis? Yes. She, it's based yeah, on a woman. And instead. he he killed she managed she kills Patrick Bateman and then it's, <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> fucking hell. It's crap. Mm-hmm. Next, I don't know the variety. Of, I can't say the word veracity. Barry Keown will return as the Joker in Batman Part Two. Now, apparently, okay. he's been posting about this, but I couldn't see anything that verified this. So I don't well, know. I've seen with a minute. Or it's he didn't post. He, he someone asked him about it, and he gave a little smirk and a, basically a wink to the camera to say yes, but. Not officially, so everyone ran with mm. it to say. If you've not seen the scene of him, Biggie talking to um, Twilight, the Batman Twilight, um, it's a really good scene. That's a really good Joker. Yeah, I've seen like, it. It's a good, yeah, good version of the Joker, especially since you can't really see him because mm. he's behind glass. It's, mm. it's, but when you see when you, the release stills yeah, of what he looks like, aren't they? It's yeah. fucking gross. Yeah, I think it'd be great. Yeah, I do. I mean, again, I after I seeing Saltburn, you know he'd be fucking great. Absolutely. But the, the fun thing, the funny thing is, um, what's his bloody name? Twilight guy. What's his name? Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson is so much taller than Barry Keown. So when he's going up against the Joker, it's going to be like bang, punching down on him, bang. <laughs> holding him back like that, and he's holding him back. Arms. Bang. <laughs> yeah, but then, but then, but then, if you think about it, like a lot of the animated forms of Batman and Joker, Batman is he's much taller. Bigger. Batman is yeah, much yeah. taller than the Joker, and because wider. it's the whole thing, like. The whole towering over him kind of thing, and the fact that the Joker isn't scared of him. My only thing I like, about, pa- I like thing about Batman. it is, um, it's just a kind of they've been and done that kind of Joker, the disfigured mouth and the face, and the. Mm. They kind of need someone new, don't they? A different. Uh, yeah, it's almost like it to be a bait and switch that he isn't actually the Joker and he's a copycat. Like or they did in Gotham. I'd never watched that. You got like yeah, the calendar a, man. There was a character you? called got, Jerome uh, in it, and he, everyone it? thought he was the Joker. Zaz, Zaz is a nasty piece of work. Yeah, Victor Zaz. Zaz would be good. I think what helped the Batman though was that they because they're taking Riddler, but doing what they did with Riddler, like it gives me a bit of confidence that whatever they're going to do with the Joker is still going to be a bit different. Yeah, mm. like you just don't want you don't want to be copying Heath Ledger again. You don't want to be copying Mark nope. Hamill again. Um, but if you can take like some of the best elements of those performances and make them even, possibly even more malevolent, mm. make them I a always, true I demon of the character. The, I always preferred the Mark Hamill Joker, the the in love with Batman Joker. Yeah, the proper clown prince of crime. Mm. Yeah, well, I was going to mention favorite. it later, but uh, I've been rereading The Dark Knight Returns, the Frank Miller Great graphic book. novel, and the Joker, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, he is. Very unhinged. Yeah, I've I've, 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 I've always way. liked. I've always liked the Joker that does crimes to get Batman, not to blow up okay, cause, cause two ships. Yeah, that's one of the main. Isn't that one of the lines from um animated series where he thinks he's killed Batman? And he's, what is crime? Yeah. Uh, what is crime without a punchline? You know. Yeah, and it, it, there, there's an actual book where Batman uh, re- retired. You know, before Batman Beyond came out. Yeah. Um, uh, Batman, Bruce Wayne retired, and Batman retired, and blah blah blah, and Joker's just. Bored, and he doesn't do anything wrong. He doesn't do any crimes because like, what's the point? There's, um, there's, I'm not scared. Of, I'm not scared of Nightwing. That Harley Quinn cartoon. Sake. There's a moment in that where he gets revealed. 
to the joke. Just about to say that. Yeah. Just and, literally just about to say the and, joke again. Yeah. And I think he just like responds like hor- horribly to, to um, Scarecrow reveals. Because yeah. you remember the funniest thing that I had. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to know who he was. <laughs> yeah, I, I always like the Joker when he can't be the Joker anymore because he is the Joker card to Batman. You know what I mean? He's yeah. it's 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 brilliant, beautifully like Shakespearean dynamic between them both. But it gets yeah. lost sometimes in Hollywood, doesn't it? A lot of times it does. That's why the Dark Knight Returns works so well. It really does, mate. Right? Yeah. Next. Well, speaking of Batman, concept art was pitched for a Batman Beyond oh, animated film seen this. by. Director so Patrick Harpin and uh, PD Yuki Demis, Demis, who was part of the Across the Spider-Verse. They said, before we pitched, they warned us there's absolutely no way we can do a Beyond movie, but they loved our enthusiasm. We pitched the outline for the entire film. What started as a never turned into a maybe. If they can do for, I'm up for it. If they can do for Batman what they did for Spider-Man with Spider-Verse, that would be incredible. I'm, t- I'm, tell- I'm telling you now, Terry McGuinness is the second best Batman there's ever been. Batman Beyond's great. Have you seen the concept art for it? It looks good. Oh, it looks incredible. Look. Oh, mm. I, I love Terry McGuinness as Batman. Um, he's, obviously, Bruce Wayne's his Alfred in that. If you don't know about Batman Beyond, Terry McGuinness is in the future, and he's the Batman now, and he's got more futuristic tech and stuff, and he's, he's, a, he's a great character. He's, he's a skinny Batman, isn't he? He's yeah. lean. He's, he's like Spider-Man. He's, yeah, and b- imagine a Batman where Robin's his elder, that kind of thing. Hey, look in the chat. Just have a look at that. Just yeah. to see what you th- mm. let us know what you think. Just okay. that concept art that they put through. Oh yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I love Batman Beyond. I think so. By the Spider Verse team. Uh, yeah, I want it. Mm. Yeah, I, I'd be all over that. But yeah, if you've not, if you've not read or watched Batman Beyond, you thought, what's this? It's good. You still got Bruce Wayne in it, but he's very old. I think, I think they need to look <laughs> at. Um, Look at the success of Spider-Man. I know, and just say, it, especially for Batman, because Batman sells, Spider-Man sells, Batman sells. Yeah. Batman's go, DC's biggest one, yeah. And go look like a real high production, lots yep. of money, high budget, big budget Spider um, Batman animated film would do really well. It would. Look at Spider-Verse. Yeah, Batman is Batman really is well. the most the most. Um, yeah, he's been on most films than any other superhero, hasn't he? Yeah, and it, he's the it, one that gets the general audience to go. Yes, yeah, like Spider Man. He is the most. He's technically the most successful superhero in film, isn't he, Batman? And they can do the Spider Verse thing because there have been multiple Batmen. Yes, of course. There's so loads of Batman. Th- they can do different stories of it. They can also do. You know, DC has its own multiverse. They can fuck around in multiverse shit if they want and bring get, different get Thomas Wayne in. Thomas Wayne's got guns. <laughs> Batman that shoots. <laughs> yeah, or like the, 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 Damian Wayne. What's it, what's the one that the, the Justice League, the, the the nightmare scene? Do that as a like a fucking badass anime. Nightmare, yeah. Asriel or Batman for a bit. Yeah, like, like, bring Adam West in from Family Guy. A lot guy. of good um, yeah. DC animate like films, but the, the director DVD. But if you just the director DVD and they're not great budgets. Like the like they did the Killing Joke as a film. No, and the not very good. The animation was fucking terrible in it. That's what I mean. Give him a lot of money, yeah, and, and top writers and directors, and you you could do a Batman Spider Verse. Yeah, if I got Batman versus Swamp Thing as a film, that's my this life is, complete. A Spider Man film won an Oscar. You could do that with Batman. Yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely, absolutely. I, I agree. Next, final link: Robin Pattinson. Uh, Robin got me saying, thinking about it. Robin Robert Pattinson, Pattinson uh, is eyed for a leading neuromancer. 
for an Apple TV series. I'm so fucking excited for this. I love the what's, Neuromancer. What's Neuromancer? Neuromancer is the novel by William Gibson, which created effectively created the cyberpunk genre. Mm-hmm. Bring it on. Um, Keanu Reeves appeared in the original movie, didn't he? Yeah, well, the the original kind of thing is what became Johnny Mnemonic, so it doesn't really count. Yeah. Oh, is it? Is yeah. that what that is? Yeah. I've seen that film. Yeah. Um, it's shite. But no, so Neuromancer set like the the standard in a way. You get this kind of American American Asian kind of influence to, together. Where yeah, 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 yeah. People yeah, who speak English, Americans and Japanese, eating, and Chinese, eating noodles, eating noodles. Cities that yeah. kind of stretch out over the sea because the land is kind of irradiated or is too full. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the idea of kind of body modification, hacking through your brain. Even like the kind of early concepts of like the matrix uh, of a matrix kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, it's it's a it's a really good book and a really good a good series, and it kind of set a lot of the ground for the stuff that we take for granted in cyberpunk now. So I'm very excited if the if the if Apple, Apple TV. I'll be, I'll be I'll be honest. I'll be I'll be real. Like cyberpunk's a better word for it than neuromancer. Well, no, neuromancer is the title of the book. I'm just saying the cyberpunk genre. Yeah, it, it, it sounds better, doesn't it? Well, yeah, but it's it's it's, cool. it, it's it's using neuromancer in terms of like, like if you think like pyromancer or necromancer. Oh it's yeah, like no, br- it's, brain yeah, magician effectively. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Apple TV seem to be very focused on putting a lot of money into high concept sci-fi, so I'm very excited for this. Yeah. Cool. Bring it on. Next. Well, the last bit about superheroes: The Boys season four premieres June the thirteenth. Yeah. Good. Finally. Just in time for birthday month for me. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have a month. I can. Next year I've got a year. I'm so excited. <laughs> I need I need more Homelander in my life. Need Billy so Butcher. I, oh. Yeah. yeah I, I, I think The Boys is one of the best shows the last five five years. I'll be devastated it's if it ever drops incredible. in quality because it's been so cons- it's been I can't see it dropping like in quality. Escalated in quality mm. as it's gone yeah. on. It's like each season has gotten better than the last one because they have to keep out doing yeah. them. It's produced by Seth Rogen and everything he seems to produce is amazing. <laughs> he's doing the That's fucking doing. Canadian pottery throwdown at the minute. Apparently it's really good. Yeah, <laughs> everything he does turns to gold lately. When he's not technically the lead in it or anything like that. When he's producing Yeah, when I don't su- have to hear his laugh. Super nerd. <laughs> yeah, uh, 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 all that. He's everything he touches turns to go. Look at the Ninja Turtles things. Oh, gold. that Ninja Turtles film was great. Absolute gold. Seth Rogen's like the best producer at the moment. He's killing it. He's the Uber nerd. Absolute killer. Mmm, loving it, loving it. There was also part. a shot in the trailer of the kids from. Um, oh, what was the spin-off they did? Gen V. Gen V. So I wonder if they'll be playing. Well, they're almost definitely like it's part of law now. But I wonder if they'll have more of a bigger role. Actually, in the main I series, I hope so. It seemed it seemed like it seemed like Gen v was basically the next season of the boys. So, yeah, it was. It was just the interim, wasn't it? Yeah, but Gen v is coming back for another season, so it's mm-hmm. not like it was just a one and done. So they might pop yeah. in and pop out. Mm. Um, do you know he's Seth Rogen's producing a um, a reboot of Darkwing Duck? Yeah, it's yes. gonna be amazing because yeah. he's doing it. I loved Darkwing <laughs> Duck as a kid, and the amazing. original one was good. It's gonna be so good. I am the vengeance of the night. A TV miniseries of console wars. Employees at the gaming company Sega try to make more popular devices than the ones of their dominant rival Nintendo. Ooh. He knows his geek shit, doesn't he? He that's does. What he, yeah, that's what I'm he, saying. Everything yeah. he touches turns to fucking gold. He's just fucking sat in his office all day, getting high, reading Stoned. comic books, and, <laughs> and playing video games. Going, 
I can make a film out of this. Do you remember Dark Green Duck when we were kids? That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just hate his laugh so much. Oh, I love his laugh. I like him and Jimmy him. Carl, like their laughs can get in the bin. No, Jimmy <laughs> Carl is his That's horrible. Oh, dear. Cool, cool, cool. Next. Uh, the creator of Rogue One director, Gareth Edwards, is going to be helming the Jurassic World movie. Next. That's a good, oh. great choice, that. And it's being written by the people who wrote Jurassic Park, creator. isn't it? It's great. Yeah, people are clinging on for this Jurassic Park work. Oh, <laughs> clinging on. It's a great world if you could just have a good writer and a good director. So if we have There's only one good Jurassic Park film. They're going to, uh, I, hope, I hope they're going to jettison Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard and do something different. Yeah, it's not. It's apparently a whole new thing. I'm not really sure what you can do with it these days, though. How many? Is oh life no, going to the find dinosaurs got out again. They got out. Exactly. <laughs> How many times can oh, you no. do that? They got out. Oh no! CEO Mr. Evil Man has, as I said, we should be splicing genes together so that we can have even more impressive things for people to come and see. And I bet that CEO's got a really cool flippy phone, and he puts yeah. it in his. In his blazer pocket. Because people have gotten bored of dinosaurs. Who would get fucking bored of dinosaurs? Why would you need to... Oh, yeah, I, reckon, I, reckon, I reckon people would. I reckon people would get bored of dinosaurs. Who? I, I'm not bored of dinosaurs. No, I'm saying if, if, if it existed in the real world and they're in zoos and stuff, people get bored. You're not always going to the zoo, are you? I go to zoos and never get bored of seeing animals. Safaris. Never get bored of seeing them. They're amazing. I'd never get bored of seeing a dinosaur. Besides the fact that to go to a Jurassic World Park is probably something you'd only ever be able like to do once, in a, lifetime once thing. in a lifetime. Yeah, yeah, it's in Hawaii for fuck's sake. <laughs> exactly. Like it's no, not exactly. French Polynesia, isn't it? It's like way out of the way. Oh, yeah. it's filmed in Hawaii, isn't it? It's, it's not actually in Hawaii. It's not exactly like you're going to go to London and there's Jurassic Park there, and you're going to go to Barcelona, there's one there, and like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's not like a zoo. It's Jurassic like, Park, Tokyo. Yeah. You're going to be furious if that's what the plot of this one is. It's like inner city dinosaur zoos. <laughs> I just, I'm just done with that fucking world, me. Ooh, that last prob- fucking hell. The last two were terrible. Jurassic World is fine. For reboot, it just kind of it is. It just does the same thing that the first one does, which is not as good. Just with better special yeah. effects. Yeah, not always actually. All right, well, more CGI then. <laughs> Next, <laughs> I've got a bit of breaking news. I've just won a competition on Twitter. I'm back, baby. <laughs> have you? Have you really? Next. The look on yeah, I've just I've won a. <laughs> I've just won a book uh, by um, Andy Ewington, who did the. Uh, oh, the. It's uh, like a D and D book. Yeah, he, um, he, did, he did the. That meets. Uh, you don't Terry even play D and D. He just, he just <laughs> mate, he just applies to any competition. Doesn't matter what no, it is. He, I like he, this. He'll enter a competition for life. He's actually. Tampons. He's actually. He'd enter one for fucking Daily Mail. Just for a lifetime site <laughs> Daily Mail. He won't read it. He'll just enter it. He's. Actually, somebody that I thought about even asking to come on the podcast as a guest. I don't know oh, that's why you want it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've, before I left Twitter, I talked to Andy Ewington a few times. He's a canny lad. Yeah, so I think it might be someone that could be a future guest if I can work it out. What? I'll DM him. Hi, instead of the book, uh, can you come DM on the podcast instead? <laughs> Fucking Joe, you're a, you're he did, a wretch. He did that book with um, <laughs> the, that I got the uh, Creatures and Companions one, like the, the pets playing <laughs> D&D. Yeah. It makes you sick, doesn't it, Stig? It makes you sick to your stomach. (laughs) More power to you, Biggie. 
yeah, cool. Uh, next, um, I'm next in myself. Uh, Connecting Worlds, the Hideo Kojima documentary, is now available on Disney+. Plus. More on that later. Oh. Cool. You know what Candy's doing tonight? Yep. Oh, well, that's exciting. <laughs> More on that later. Okay, and finally, to the Weird World Web. I didn't say next. I've been sitting on this one for a little while. Go on, say next. Next. Florida Joker says he's given up on his $10 million GTA 6 <laughs> lawsuit threats because he now wants why? to voice the character instead. <laughs> Stig said that. Stig said that on this fucking podcast. He said, why don't you just be that person? Just lean into you it. said that, Stig. Can you remember? Lean into and it. And he's listened to it. He must listen to this podcast. Like you were never going to win any claimed... lawsuit against them. Oh. Just lean into it. Yeah. Lean into it and get yeah. paid for it. He previously claimed that developer Rockstar Games and publisher Take Two had stolen his likeness for use in the GTA 6 trailer, going as far as to demanding one million in compensation. He then dyed his hair purple to further show his <laughs> similarity to the in-game model, before threatening to free the GTA 6 hacker from prison and upping his compensation to a whopping ten million dollars asking price. He's he's now dropped all legal threats in a newly released TikTok video, instead asking the companies to work with him. <laughs> He said, GTA Rockstar, take two. We gotta talk. I'm not suing you anymore, but you're still out of your goddamn nuggets. It's been two whole months. Two months, y'all. Haven't reached out to me. Still haven't messaged me. Let's do what's right. Show me like 50,000, 100,000. Let me voice the character. Let me go meet and greets. Let me promote the game. Sorry, when, you, when, when you're reading out his dialogue, you begin in your accent, you just sound like fucking Garth Marenghi. Is it- <laughs> Florida truly is a hell. still out of your goddamn nuggets. <laughs> He's just an average I, Florida citizen. That's the thing. He's just I a just, heavily tattooed man who probably I've is on I've been twice, meth. and every time, I've, every time I've gone, I felt like I'm in some kind of hellscape. But this just solidifies <laughs> it. I think it's just... The funny thing it's is... It's not a real place. The funny thing is, <laughs> he's got no concept of the idea of parody and satire and that they're taking the piss out of him. Because he... <sighs> Because he calls him, people call him the Florida Joker. So of course he's such a minor enough celebrity that yes, they are going to rip the piss out of him. Yeah, it's just a joke. Okay. And they're not going to pay him fifty grand or a hundred grand or voice the character. The character's not going to be in the game. He's just there for the fucking trailer. <laughs> Do you what know what? Multiple though? The characters thing that look like that in the game. That Rockstar will, will do something where they have him on a news report or on the radio. Yeah, he's like, going to be in the game. Dude, he's going to be awful. threatening to sue like <laughs> a company. They will, he's going to be threatening to sue like do life something with that character now. Just yeah, <laughs> joke, absolute joke. Cool, cool, cool. That is the news. Thank you very much, Biggie, for that hard hitting. Ooh, just, just great content. Let's get on to the main show. Candy, what the bloody hell have you been up to this week? Just a couple of littlies, actually. A couple of little doodads. So, first off, to get ready for uh, Rebirth, I started playing um, Intermission, which is the DLC for Final Fantasy Remake, uh, starring Yuffie. Me too. Um, I was never into playing it before, but my God, Yuffie is fun to play. Who knew playing a little ninja is... Uh, she's a zappy little thing, isn't she? But um, Yeah, she's a, she's, a, she's a wee one. Yeah, but um, I'm only about an hour in. It's probably exactly what you would expect it to be. Has and she it's just... taken a hood off yet? Not yet, no. Not okay, yet. Okay. Um, Get ready for that scene. Oh, <laughs> I can't wait for that unveiling then. Um, but yeah, just just to pass the time. Oh, I'm so pumped for, re- for Rebirth. I need it now. I need it in Do my you know life. What's so good is that the, 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 that combat system is just sublime. It's, per- it's, it's perfect. <laughs> it really is sublime. It's like, come on. Yeah. 
so fucking good. It's better than Final Fantasy XVI's combat system. I think it is, yeah. Actually, like, looking back at Final Fantasy XVI, I think it was maybe a bit more forgettable than I'd hoped at the time. Like, the first yeah. first half of it was great, second half kind of shat the bed a bit. On retrospect, yeah, I prefer... I, 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 it's not that high up. Yeah, I mean, looking back... Well, I mean, when, you, when you finish it, when you finish it, you're pumped. You're like, fucking hell, that was amazing. Mm. Retrospect, you're like, was I controlling that game? No. Yeah. <laughs> but I've been looking at... Um, me. I've been looking at the how long to beats because obviously the um, co- um, journalists are allowed to talk about their experiences with Rebirth now and a couple of uh, YouTubers pl- have played it already and it seems like it's about between 50 hours and 80 hours to beat the main story so it's going to be a chunk Only of a little game then. Yeah, just a small one. I know, this, I know the size of it is huge. I know it's on two discs. I know it's something like 120 gigs. Two discs? Yeah, my God. Uh, um <laughs> But yeah, like it seems as though that actually is two discs worth of story rather than two discs worth of nice, pretty graphics. So that's something to look forward to. I know where I know where it ends now because I read a review and they. Abs- I don't know what it was not really a spoiler because I know the story, but I know where that this game ends about in 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 the um, timeline of the original game, and it's not where I thought. See, I could take a stab in the dark about where it might end, but I might be wrong. I don't want to spoil it for you. Um. The other thing I've been doing, and this is just, this is just pure gorgeousness in YouTube. I found a new YouTube channel. It's called Ants Canada, and it's this uh, guy that he's um, he has basically an ant farm. This sounds awful. It's not. It's great. Um, in Canada. <laughs> in Canada, I would assume he started a website, but actually he's got a giant rainforest vivarium, and it's this hundred gallon thing it's ridiculously big and every week he introduces a new uh, species of insect to it and it's it's his own sort of um biome so he, he doesn't sort of interject if something's killing another he just lets it get on something new's grown every uh something you new's... can't play god well literally but it's the production value on this little thing i think it comes out every sunday and it's about half hour long but it's like the production value of a, of a david attenborough show it's so good. It's wow. so captivating. And there's all these... Has he got little... one of them super zooming cameras? Yeah. And he's got all these yeah. little dramas going on between these different groups of uh, insects and talk. animals and does stuff. Did he make them talk like Meerkat Manor? No. Not like it's Meerkat Manor. But the uh, the latest <laughs> one that I saw today, there's a... Uh, so he's got a green praying mantis, a lady. He introduced a grey praying mantis as a uh, arranged marriage, if you will. She ended up eating him. Scent. Yeah, it, that's how it, it ends. It all absolutely kicked off. It seemed like, you know, she was like, chase me, chase me for a minute. He did chase her. It all went Pete Tong. The week before that, this uh, this group of ants had started to take control of the place. It's it's riveting. It sounds dreadful, but it's the most captivating, wholesome thing you can spend your time having a cup of tea with. It's lovely. Still love it. It loves animals. And insects. The one before, he uh, put 50 huntsman spiders into the tank. Wasn't so keen on that oh, one. Oh, Gadget will watch that one. Gadget will watch that one. On repeat. No. I mean, they were babies, so it's kind of <laughs> cute, but the big mama was not so good. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's lovely. It's just... There's <laughs> one behind you, Gadget. <laughs> babies, babies are minging. Baby spiders are minging. Swarm. Oh, these are kind of oh. cute. They're, they're what probably about the die off spiders anyway. have got legs like puppies? <laughs> so cute. But yeah, lovely, oh, wholesome, wholesome way to spend half an hour if you've got if you've got the time. But yeah, I didn't have a su- super busy week. But the only be... good bug is a dead bug, as it <laughs> says. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> Doing my part. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, that's, I mean, that's a solid week because it's a productive week, isn't it, in my opinion? Can well, I'm just having... I'm just, it's the calm before the storm, you see. I'm just having a nice, calm, relaxed before rebirth. I don't know if I'm going to get that. <laughs> that sounds like you're about to have a religious experience. When I get on rebirth, when I get to that piano again, when I get to that piano again, that's me stuck again <laughs> on the piano for hours. I didn't even <laughs> find the fucking piano head. the first time round. I need to go and find it. <laughs> it's in the bedroom. It's in the bedroom with the knickers. You can't miss it. Or the lack of... <laughs> I did oh, well. I can't wait. I'll stay away from the piano. I don't need it. I'll go next. Um, I've what I've done three things this week, but I'm not going to talk about much on two of them. The first thing is, yes, I have been drafted to the to the army, <laughs> haven't I, gadget? To the intergalactic space marine corps, whatever it's called. I don't know what it's called. You're you're fighting for super Earth, is what you're doing. Super Earth, yeah. What's the actual army called in that? The Navy. Just oh, to help. Just to help. Uh, oh, it's the SES, but it has, I can't remember what it yeah. actually stands for. Uh, but yeah. you, you're a hell diver. I am now currently sergeant of the um, SES Ombudsman of Eternity, my own <laughs> dropship. Um, I all week I have been dropping into planets and killing bugs and killing automatons. That game's fucking great. It is. It's so good. I've I've put in about fifteen hours this week. And now they've kind of up the up the amount of people you can have on the servers. It's fixed. Fixed. fixed it, works. You can go on there, and it's. No. I think what, what what's helping it, and the more I'm playing it, realizing it, it's just a really simple gameplay loop. You drop in, you shoot some shit, you go home, and there's and objectives to do that. Again, but it's again I, fun. I, I no one's talking about this apart from me, someone who can't shoot. But the actual way it helps you shoot is incredible. I've never seen that in this kind of game. Yeah, there's like a, well, there's the like only a, other, the only other game that allows me to feel this good when I can't shoot is Call of Duty campaigns. There's like kind of like a soft auto aim if you're using a controller. Like it helps, yeah. it helps you get to where where you, your bullets need to be. Yeah, it's it, it's almost as if the gun's directing me where to. It's so it's so like forgiving. Yeah, it's not forgiving when you start up in the difficulty. I've been playing on challenging difficulty with with a few people this week, and it, it lives up to the name. It's uh, challenging. It's brutal. Like you just start getting lots of really big things and and you're still squishy. Like you I don't killed get one of them bonuses. Titan bug things. I I haven't faced up against them yet, I'm not brave enough to. We got very lucky we got very lucky because someone did a drop pod and it killed it. There's been some really so fun like, there's luck. still some still some kind of like glitches and bugs with the game. Some of them have been really fucking funny. Um was it the, the night I was playing with you and Joe, uh, Hallmark of yeah. Great of Greatness. Um after you went off, we we did another round. I didn't, I didn't go off. It kicked me. Wait, when it, when it kicked you off, we didn't finish the round, and we dropped an artillery on one of those big charging fuckers. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it bounced off the armor with a plink. Yeah. And like me and George just sat there going, "We oh. were we were dropping a war crime here," and <laughs> it bounced off it. And it's we, great, but we I, I, I don't want to get into it anymore because we'll we'll talk about ad nauseum and gadget. Um, the other thing I've done, oh God, what a waste of my fucking time. I watched the Screen Actors Guild Awards, the whole thing. Why? <laughs> I don't know. You don't Even like award shows. Do you know what? Like, I, my interest in award shows, I'm quite interested to see who wins and who makes a funny speech, but the rest of it. <laughs> I've seen the Pedro Pascal speech. Great. <laughs> I even <laughs> that speech watched the, is amazing. I even, I even watched the whole hour before it of the red cap. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Have you been having a moment this week? 
Or were you just that hungover today? That's when I watched it today. Um, You're hungover. I've never, I've never seen an award show so poorly done in my life. It's fucking atrocious. There's one bit where uh, Meryl Streep came out and nearly knocked fuck out Mike. She nearly walked and knocked it off her. Everyone was pissed. I think it's just one where they get pissed because the Oscars Everyone was and the Golden pissed. Globes is meant to be more prestigious and they just go up because they're all, it's part of their guild and they just go up. I'm yeah, telling you now, every single person that went up on set, apart from um, Brendan Fraser, was pissed. Mate, Everyone. Mate, it's, it, the Screen Actors Guild is just the fucking union. It's just it's just their end, end of year party. Yeah, I know, but they were the awards. all... They were waiting for teleprompter too too much as well, and they were going. And <laughs> do you know I did what see mean? the one, the that. Breaking Bad one, where uh, uh, Bob Kirk was like, "I'm not reading that." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they had something set up for him. He was like, "I'm not reading that. It's too cheesy." Sod that. Yeah, he did. He just, it was just it was just abysmal. Like everything about because it was live streamed on Netflix as well, and everything was they kept cutting away. They kept not turning the mics off when they should have turned the mics on. They're going, "Oh fuck, fuck for that." Do you know what I mean? Bruce <laughs> pissed as well. They're all pissed. Oh, it was just abysmal. I don't recommend it to anyone. But something I did uh, watch this week, and the, the main thing I want to talk about is Hideo Kojima, Connecting Worlds. I watched this this week. So everyone knows I am one of the... if And Candy and Gadget and, and Stig to a... I, I don't know about uh, Biggie. I don't know if he's a big Hideo Kojima fan, but... Yeah, I am. Okay, this podcast is a fan of Hideo Kojima. As a, um, as a, as a collective, we are Hideo yeah, Kojima fans. Um, the the author that given us uh, Metal Gear Solid, uh, Death Stranding. You know, you know the guy. You know the guy, Japanese lad. I finished all four Metal Gear Solid games. I didn't finish five. Well, you're not so then you haven't for them. Then you I haven't didn't finish five all either. Metal Gear Solid games. But never, never yeah. mind. They, they didn't finish it either. So don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, they did not finish it. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah, massive fan, and I, I forgive anything that anyone says. I, I'll just hear a worship and stuff. This documentary is shite. Oh, no. Candy's oh, face. Oh, you've broken <laughs> candy, man. What are you doing? Oodles, if you pause it at this moment, this is the moment of heartbreak. <laughs> <laughs> this documentary is basically... I'm t- I know he doesn't say this, but it was produced, directed, written... By Hideo Kojima. It is the biggest puff piece I've ever seen in my life oh, of, of a man nearly in his 60s staring off into the distance telling everyone how much of a genius he is. It was fucking <laughs> pathetic. <laughs> it is all the way from oh, just tutting. No. I was just tutting going, this is wank. This is absolute dross. Tell me about how you make games. Not how, how your brain is just this sieve of amazingness and how you somehow produce this all on your own. Not with your fucking 500 team behind you and 500 strong team behind you. Just you, Hideo. Just you. It's made me dislike him a bit. <laughs> it <really laughs> has. It's just, oh, oh, it's so bad. It's, inter- it's intersected with these uh, beautifully uh, anime scenes of him as a boy and stuff and how even as a boy he was a genius. <laughs> oh, when no. someone I hate puff pieces West that they they know it's it's like some puff pieces the the person in question doesn't know they're making that puff piece on him but he knew and he knew the camera on him they were interviewing him and he's just absolutely big he's got George Miller turning up saying he's a genius he's got Jeff Keeley showing up saying he's a genius Guillermo del Toro Tommy L Jenkins Shinji Mikami comes on fucking Norman Reedus Jeff Key all of them all of them to just come on and say all his mates all his mates how lucky they are to be in his presence and stuff like that and it's just it made me sick 
Oh. It's fucking horrible. Caddy's gonna love it. Do you want to? Do you want to know a fun fact about the documentary? Um, Connecting Worlds is shorter than Metal Gear Solid 4's longest cutscene. It's not. It's not a long documentary. <laughs> I fell asleep in that cutscene when I played that game. It yeah, was so the, long. The ending cut. The ending cutscene from Metal Gear Solid 4 is seventy-one minutes long, and this documentary is sixty minutes. Yeah, it's not long. It's it not. But long. it's just. It's just proper like. Minging, do you know what? Do you know what I mean? When they're bigging themselves up so much, it's just like, all right, have you got any flaws? <laughs> it's just, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Some people will not see it for what it is. Some people will just see it as like, oh, it's it's just a lost in translation thing. It's not. I mean, it's a lot of subtitles to to read and stuff. I don't think it's a translation. He's literally just bigging himself up from beginning to end. What will I do next with my genius? Is one of the closing <laughs> statements. <laughs> <laughs> It's so weird because when you, I mean, I can't comment on Death Stranding too much because I've only played it a little bit, but I think what he did with gaming was, you know, different. And he, it he is genius. Way, Don't get me wrong. The way he, he is game, a genius, yeah, but he shouldn't be calling himself there, a genius. So were Naughty Dog. So were, uh, I don't know. No, but you should be, you should be humble. Games. I've never once agree. heard, I've never once heard Steven Spielberg saying, I'm a fucking genius. Do you know what I mean? I've never seen other artists sucking their own dicks so hard. <laughs> it's just it's just a bit I don't know, it just left a foul taste in my mouth a really foul taste in my mouth and I was like I bet you're a prick to work with <laughs> It just it really gave me that impression like I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just It's even annoying in Cyberpunk. <laughs> he's I, just I'm, sat in the pub. Yeah, he's just sat in the pub. Maybe maybe I'm just um yeah maybe I'm just like overthinking it but yeah it's weird when like even when you, I I watch football documentaries and stuff. David Beckham's documentary, for instance, he's not walking around saying I'm a genius. He never said it once. You know what I mean? He said somehow I'm really good at kicking balls. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Somehow. You I mean I, I've worked hard for it? You're allowed to say that you work hard for something, but you're not allowed to turn around and go. But I am the best. I am the <laughs> genius. Do you know? I it, I don't know. Maybe maybe you'll get something different from it, but don't expect to see a lot of game making in it and stuff like that. Oh, really, don't. It's just get you get to see a lot of him in new nice sunglasses walking around Japan, <laughs> talking about his genius. It's it's pretty shite. It's on Disney Plus anyway. The, um, have you got his book? Even the, the title's gene? a bit arsy. I don't read his fucking book. Yeah, I've got it, and I haven't read it yet. And now is I've, he sucking his own dick? In I that haven't now? read it, but maybe I should now. <laughs> I'm sure it probably is. I remember the day I came into this world out of my mother's vagina. Then I knew I was a genius. It's just... Fucking... Yeah, it's made me feel a bit sick. It's put a foul taste in my mouth, so I I can't recommend it in all good conscience. But... There it is. It's an hour long. You decide. People like... But his mother's labour was a lot quicker than his cat (laughs) I don't know if it's been reviewed well or anything like that. I've not checked. It's like a 7 out of 10 on IMDb. Does anyone say he's been sucking his own dick? That, they could put that in the box quote. No. Okay. Okay. But yeah, that's what I've been up to this week. Stig? Uh, a couple of things this week. First one that I want to talk about is a game. I uh, needed something yeah. a little bit different to play on the Ally after I'd finished Dragon Quest. And I saw this as a game from last year, which no one seemed to be talking about. Um, Chance of Sanar. Anyone heard of it? Seen it? I've heard the name. I so not remember anything about it. Is a puzzle the language game or something? It's like a yeah puzzle adventure game um, by Focus Entertainment, 
and it's inspired by the Tower of Babel or Babel. 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 I say Babel. Babel. I'd say Babel. Anyway, so it's inspired by that. You're kind of working your way up this level. But the yeah, the fun thing about it, as Biggie says, it's this language game. It's a puzzle game where you are thrown into this kind of Greek looking world. It's isometric view and you don't know any of the language. You have to figure out all the hieroglyphics by listening to conversations and looking at actions and looking at what's on the what's on the walls and where it is. And you have to try and piece together this language as you go through the game to try and progress through it. It's ridiculously clever and it's such a good brain teaser of a game. So you'll you kinda start off in this area and before you meet anyone you see all these like uh big mosaics on the wall and it has these symbols on the bottom and you're kind of depicting what's going on there. And as you talk to people, you'll see, you know, like at one point, this little boy kind of says, he kind of gestures to you saying, he points at you. He's like, follow me like that. So you know what that symbol there that he's saying means to follow. So you can go in there into the options. You can write, I think that means follow. And then he, you've got a little sketchbook, which you sketch stuff in. And then you match those symbols to the little sketchbook. And if you get it right, it reveals it. Yes, this is that word. Or it's a similar word to it. So, for example, I put um, human down for one. but And I put it on there and it says, yes, it's right, but they're called devotees. And I put um, priest, but it was... No, sorry, I put priest, but it was down as devotee. And human or man was just human or something like that. And guard was warrior. So it, it kind of works it out for you and tells you if you've done... Well, you, it, right. it gives you the synonym for it. Yes, if you, basically. If, if, you're clo- if you're close enough, it'll say, well, it's actually this, but you're close enough. Yeah. And that's the game, really. It's this isometric, really... It's like, got guns in it. Nice looking... Uh, no. I mean, there's no combat or anything like that. It is. There's some stealth sections when you get into areas with the guards and you've got to kind of move yourself around and get get into areas and stuff like that. To, so there's a little bit of stealth to go in some bits, but... Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. It's a really good puzzle game. I definitely would recommend picking it up. Um, I think it did quite well, actually, with reviews. It just Yeah, uh, it's it, overwhelmingly positive on Steam. I just looked up. It was actually already in my wish list, so I might pick that up. It just um, came out on one of the best years of gaming ever. Yeah, it just seemed to go. It came out in September. No one seemed to talk about it. I was kind of looking at indie games from last year and like a list of indie games to look at, and that was in the list. And, oh, that looks really interesting. Um, and I, I think Sean like on TCGS have played it. I think that's where I heard. Of course, about. he did. Mm. It is. It's really, or really Matt, good. One of the two. Like it, it, it gets you a bit stuck. As I got a bit stuck on it, I was like, I think this means that, and that means that. But then that doesn't work with that. Did you Did you feel like uh, Brody from Indiana Jones? <laughs> you feel like you were deciphering stuff. Oh yeah, no. But you you sit there and you you put it together and you go, well, that looks right. And then you'll look at another conversation and you'll think, but then it doesn't look right there. And you, and there was one point where I was like, I can't figure this out at all. And then suddenly something clicked. And from that, it was like ping, 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 ping. Like I, I just ended up unlocking about several, seven or eight different other words. I, I do like it when a puzzle game lets you do that where you, you sit and struggle on, you struggle bust it for about an hour. And then all of a sudden you can like unlock about 10 things. Yeah, because you figured that one thing out and it means, right, I know what this means now, what that means now, what this means yeah. now. And you've also, you, there is items to pick up which help you within the world. Like there was like this, um, like keys and this um, monocle that I had to find which helped me open something and look through and then a spear that helped me 
moving objects. So there's a, it's more to it than just deciphering the language. Oh. But that's out on Switch, PlayStation. What's it called? Uh, Chance of Sanar. How are we spelling Sanar? S-E-N-N-A-R. Okay. It was developed by a two-man team, Julian Moyer and Thomas Panuel. So, yeah, a really good independent game that I recommend. And then the other thing I watched this week was I watched The Iron Claw. So The Iron yep. Claw is a came out last year in America. It's just come out over here. It's a biographical sports drama about the wrestling family, the Von Erics. Um, if you know anything about the Von Erics, yeah. <laughs> horrendous. Where do you tra- begin? <laughs> absolute tragic tragedy of a family. Um, yep. The whole story is about it's a re- retired uh, wrestler Fritz von Erich, who kind of pushes his boys into the world of professional wrestling. Oh yes, I've, I've heard this on the Vince McMahon behind the bastards. Yeah, it stars uh, Zac Efron, Jeremy Allen White, and Holt McAllany, and uh, Lily James, and yeah, it's just about the kind of awful story that happened to, to von Erichs. Um. He kind of pushed them really hard uh, to the point where he used to rank his children. So he'd be like, Oof. "Oh, this week Kevin's the favorite. Kerry, if you you know if you manage to do this, or you know, uh, uh, David, you might be able to move up into the you know up into top spot if you do this and stuff like that." He used to sit him down and rank his children. That's like how competitive he was. He was obsessed with them becoming like world champions and becoming like the top dogs in professional wrestling. Back when re- people thought wrestling was like a real yeah, when, he you, was when you a, got when it wasn't predestined and stuff. Yeah, he was uh, very much um, very much in that time where like he played a basically Fritz von Erich was like a kind of Nazi character that he German. Character like that's not his real name. Von Eric wasn't his real name, but he leaned into that. What don't people like at the moment? Nazis. Germans, people like that. Yeah, so he kind of <laughs> he lent in. He lent the into Nazis that. Nazis really gone out of favour these days, don't you think? Yeah, it used to be so in vogue. <laughs> now the thing with this film is, it doesn't even have all of the children in it. The director left out one of the children because he said, "I think too tragic. It would be too tragic." Yeah. It's just fucking too much, hell. isn't it? Because too much. No, genuinely, the real the real stories. No, no, fucking I've, I've, harrowing. I've heard, I've heard the abridged version of the real story. Oh, when it's it was, awful. When I went to again, because behind the bastards did that like six part Vince McMahon one, and it's a good the, way to explain him as well, bastard. Yeah, the um, uh, Fritz von Erich's part of the story took up about one of the episodes because. It was going through like the, thing, the, yeah. the his the history of how like WWF came to be and yeah. how like worldwide wrestling became that thing, and that was a big, big part of the story of like how fucking awful some people were before they actually got to Vince. Yeah, oh like, yeah. The one thing it doesn't really touch on is um, the steroid use. There's a small little hint of it at one point, and is it, is it, it smaller than the hint in Rocky Four? Well, that one shot I mean, of a there's, a, there's one scene of him injecting steroids, and that is it. Like, that's what you get. But it could be steroids, it could be painkillers, it could be anything. They don't. They never out and out said like. Could be penicillin pushing, pushing steroids, but they clearly were. I mean, fucking 
yeah, size of them. You can't, they couldn't have been. And the cocaine use and the cocaine dealing and all that kind of stuff is all kind of left to the side. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's they're all really good. Everyone's I wanna really wa- great I want to watch film. it. Zac Efron it. is just fucking stacked. I, I, I say, I've mm. seen the pictures of him. It, does, it doesn't look like himself anymore. No, he's huge I don't. in this. Um, can I, I don't want to spoil it because it's a film, but it's a real life no. thing. Don't but, spoil it. Honestly, I, 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 I tell you what, I'll put the spoiler klaxon in here so you can talk about the real life bit of it. Yeah. Can I talk about the, the real life film? Is everyone okay with that? I know right. it. Yeah, so, spoiler klaxon here. Skip ahead to one hour's 20 to avoid spoilers for the tragic story of the Von Erich family. It's uh, rough going. The Von Erichs, uh, the mother had six children. One of them died as a child when uh, he drowned in a puddle. I think he had a fit or something and drowned in a puddle. Yes. She then had five other children. One of them died when he was out on tour during the rest during um, in Japan from a ruptured intestine because he didn't go to see a doctor because he was pushed so hard. But you've got to do this, you've got to do that. So rather than going to see a doctor, he just carried on wrestling and he died from a ruptured intestine. The th- three others killed themselves. There's only one child left. Jesus. It is yeah. so harrowing and awful, the story of them. And the, the likes of Kerry Von Erich, did, was, he was a discus thrower. He yeah. almost, he was going to go to the Olympics, Olympics until yeah. America pulled out of the Moscow Olympics. Yeah. And so he had nothing to do with his life and decided, I'll take up professional wrestling. And yeah, just them pushing themselves too much, the drinking, the drugs... It just got to them all, and then yeah, it was just horrendous. And and, and it's it is. two of them. One of them had an accident in the ring, and then he went into shock during an operation, septic shock, which left him partly brain damaged. Uh, one of them lost his foot in a motorbike accident. Like, and this is all in the film. I apologize, I am spoiling the film, but this is kind of a real life story, and I can't. I just want to say how tragic this film is and yeah it's a very good film about i i, I know about the story of them anyway because I've, I've read a book about it years ago but when, when i watched the trailer to this film I was like are they gonna go into all this and the trailers are like wrestling film yeah the wrestling in it is actually really good they do a really good job of filming the wrestling the the, the actors zach efron and jeremy allen white they all actually did the wrestling there's no like body doubles or anything they, they, yeah really went full in on, on making this look authentic. That is all really, really good. But this isn't a wrestling film. It's very much like Rocky. It's not a boxing film. That's the backdrop yeah. to this other story going on. And that's very much what this film is. I highly if, recommend it then. Yes, but you do not go looking for a fight with my family style wrestling romp. Because that is not what you are getting. That's one thing that... I, having seen the trailers and like all the billboards really... It doesn't look like it's a it's a laugh a minute film, but it doesn't. There's no indication of just how fucking tragic the story is going to be. Mm. No, because no, it looks like it's, it's marketed as like stuff like Warrior and yeah, it, it's, it's boxing it's, films and stuff. There's like a hint that. of a death in the trailer, but yeah, it's it, nowhere near yeah. as tragic as what you actually get. But the, yeah, the film film seems to be marketed like oh, this is like a wrestling version of Rocky. You know, it's that mm. kind of thing. It's like mm. it's just no. it, it's marketed just as as a wrestling film rather than as a telling the tale of an awful cunt and what he did to his children. Yeah, it's uh, 
It's a it's a hard watch. <laughs> End Claxon. Yeah. So, you know when you go on about me listening to dep- uh, depressing sci-fi novels, you've mm-hmm. had a couple of weeks there, Stig. Because <laughs> you had zone of interest yeah. last week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if only if only if only this was science fiction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, everything I've been done is real life. Yeah, it's real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe you should watch something really like light-hearted next week, Stig. Well, like Schindler's List. <laughs> well, no. Comparatively um, speaking, I don't, know. I don't know. Like fucking Minions. Can you watch the next Minions film for us? <laughs> <laughs> Seen them already. I think I'd rather I think watch Schindler's List. Again. That was all right. Yeah, cool. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Gadget, what have you been up to? Me? Uh, I've had a bit of a biggie week, so I've been basically doing the same thing that I was doing last week. Um, it's mostly been hell divers. I've been quite obsessed with it, uh, but I think I want to give a bit more time to the book that I mentioned last week, which is Children of Time by Adrian Tchaikovsky. So, like last week, I only gave it a couple of minutes because I was enjoying it, but I didn't really have all the details for it. Like, I, I'm close to finishing it. I'm not far off the end of it, but I just kind of want to talk it up a bit more because I think I didn't give it enough time to basically say like this is a really you really might amazing win this book. book. Bigger. <laughs> So uh, it's a, as I said last week, it's a 2015 sci-fi novel by Adrian Tchaikovsky. Um, what I didn't realize is that it it was awarded the Arthur C. Clarke Award for the best science fiction of the year in 2016. Oh, well, now you have my interest. Yeah, <laughs> um, you should have said that. And some of the some of the kind of the critical reviews of it have basically appraised it of having like the sense of wonder that I, uh, that Arthur C. Clarke put into his books. No, fuck off. You're trying to get me in now. I'm, getting, I'm trying to get you in. So, as I mentioned last week, it's, it's kind of a, it's a post-Earth colonization novel where it starts off with, like, this this Imperial starship is terraforming a planet and it all goes wrong. There's kind of a terrorist attack on the ship and there's, like, the one scientist who's in charge of, uh, of the terraforming project um, escapes and she's the only one left. And part of the terraforming project is this kind of bioengineered virus, which pushes um, evolution forwards. And the idea of this colonization thing was the the empire... Like Prometheus. A little bit like Prometheus, yeah. But the idea of this bioengineering thing was that Earth was so far gone and the empire was falling. So rather than like trying... Why in 2024? <laughs> rather than try and save the existing humans that, were, that there were now, they were going to re-evolve humans by sending some monkeys down to a terraform planet, giving them this virus, and over 30 years, several generations would come up and they'd be pretty Pretty human-like. sure that's what King Cooper were doing in the Mario Brothers film. Probably. <laughs> um, but it all goes a bit tits up, and the virus, all the monkeys die, and instead the virus infects spiders and ants and insects. So the main story takes place kind of about 2,000 years after this, when, so Earth has fallen... And gone to like Mad Max times, and then rebuilt itself back up to be a spacefaring race again. But then the then like the ice caps have melted, Earth is toxic, so they have to escape. So they've got these big kind of um, colony ships. Everyone's in suspended animation, looking for a pla- a new place for humanity. And the ship, the uh, Gilgamesh, happens upon Kern's world, this terraformed planet. That's uh, a cl- cool name for a ship, Gilgamesh, the Traveler. Yeah, um, that's, that's a cool name. I've um, heard that before. Gilgamesh. It's, it's yeah. the Persian myth. No, it's in a... Something else. Sorry, Gadget. Just Gilgamesh. There's, there's a Gilgamesh in Final Fantasy. 
And it, it's been pretty well... It, it's a name that gets well used in fantasy and science yeah. fiction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Traveller. Yeah. So... The rest of the, the rest of the the novel then takes place between these spiders who have be who have evolved and become hyper intelligent and over generations. So you, the spider that you always follow is called Portia, uh, as in that's as I mentioned last week. That's part it's part of the species. It's one of the species, not the same Portia every time the chapter goes back because this is generation after generation after generation, and there are interesting concepts in that this virus allows them to have. Um, shared memories from generation to generation or that they can pass information by mating as in like information can be coded into the sperm and they have sex and all that kind of thing and it kind of pushes information forward that way and it's called they're referred to as understandings but then spider sex yeah Um, (laughs) but then as the the novel goes on the spider society gets more and more uh, complicated and convoluted and they they regard there's the satellite where the scientist from the very beginning of the book is basically spent animation sending a message down to the planet to like wait wait for when the monkeys got intelligent, and they start to worship this thing as a messenger, and then like it becomes the apes. yeah, and then they become it, it becomes like a religious thing for them. They end up with a religious doctrine, and they end up with like something that, that resembles kind of Catholicism, where you've got to follow the church at all times, that kind of thing. That's so what this, they did on the. Um the Planet of the Apes sequel where they were, they were those human them mutants were worshipping the atom bomb weren't they yeah so so that's that side of the story then the other side of the story is the, the humans 2000 years after this so plenty of time for things to evolve turn up at Kern's world um, and they're trying their technology has had to re-evolve after the fall of Earth so they're trying to understand the satellite that uh, uh, Dr. Kern is in it's an easy read, then, isn't it? It's a, it, it's easier to read than it is to describe. <laughs> it does these interesting things for science fiction concepts because it's this the Gilgamesh does go to like several different planets over this, but there's no warp drive in this one. This is like fling it like like slingshotting around suns and getting out of there. So they all go into suspended animation. So you're following one character throughout it every time he wakes up out of suspended animation it's been like 100 or 250 years or whatever it's like the expanse and stuff isn't it yeah but whenever he wakes up it seems to have a mixture of everything doesn't it in a good way whenever he wakes up something has gone weird or something's gone wrong like at one point he wakes up and like all the people on the ship have become like cultists to the captain because he's kind of uh-huh. he's implied to them that he's a god there's like a whole um, mind backup thing like in Soma and that becomes like a really big um, plot point. It's one of the most fascinating sci-fi books I've ever read. I think it's fucking amazing. Mm. Mm. And it's not fucking Starship Troopers combat or anything like that. And it's not like The Expanse <laughs> where it's kind of... The Expanse by comparison is kind of small scale because it's just the one Expanse solar system. Very, it's, just, it's just Earth, isn't it? Earth against Mars. Yeah. This is, uh, th- th- this is different because uh, ultimately this is the survival of the human race. Because on the Gilgamesh, that's all the humans that are left. So they have to find like somewhere. Pandorum. To go. Remember Pandorum? I remember Pandorum. Ah, that film was better than people thought it made it. Made it it's a good film. Fuck anyone else. And it had it, it, very early Norman Reedus death. Mm, very. Mm, it's But before before he had his long hair. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I would really recommend if you enjoy hard sci-fi, Children of Time by Adrian Tchaikovsky. <sighs> Who knows you're going to fucking love this one. I know I am. I'm pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> and 
but it's going it, to be philosophical, and you know, I love a bit of philosophy. Oh yeah, and cri- and, and critical of kind of religion and gods and stuff like that. And no comment. Love religion, <laughs> but it's also it's a complete series. There are two other books after this: Children of Ruin and Children of Memory. So you can read Children all three. Of June. You can read all three books without worrying that um, that he's going to do like a fucking Patrick Rothfuss on you. Just downloaded oh, George it. George R. R. Martin. Um, oh, get on it. The Eternal Zoodles. Gilgamesh is in the Eternals. Gilgamesh is in the Eternals. That's, is that? Yeah, he's, he's a strong one. He's a strong one, isn't he? Yeah. In Persian myth, he's the um, he's a traveller. I'll swordsman. add that to uh, my watch list. Wish read list. Read list. <laughs> read list. That's what I meant. Cool, 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 cool. Excellent gadget. Biggie, finish me off. Good and proper. Wish list. Yeah, so really <clears throat> as previously mentioned, uh, I've been reading the uh, the Dark Knight Returns. Just a really quick reminder to people if you haven't read it. Came out in the late eighties. Fucking read it. <laughs> it's a four-issue comic easier. book mini-series. It's fantastic. Really, so really enjoyed good. it. Uh, thanks to Stiggy, I checked out um, where evil lurks and really enjoyed that. Thank you for that. That's fantastic. And that put me on to another movie that I discovered. This uh, is a bit older. Um, came out in twenty twenty-one. It's called The Sadness. It's a Taiwanese body horror film. Um, it's kind of very loosely, and I mean this, it's inspired perhaps by the very dodgy Garth Ennis graphic novel, The Crossed. And if you remember me mentioning that, it was about um, the infected and crossed act on their worst impulses, like being infected in the sadness do. Um, <laughs> the catastrophic virus transforms people into near-minor serial killers, rapists, cannibals, and mutilation enthusiasts. Basically, this is the same in the Taiwanese movie, The Sadness. It has a very slow build-up. It's about a couple that get separated when all the chaos starts, and then just everything in between is mental. It just gets real body horror. It's gruesome. It's just all over the shop. Um, It has an ending very much like The Mist, because it ain't happy. I'm going to tell you that now. So what we're seeing is we've (laughs) all had an uplifting week with what we've been watching and all (laughs) listening to. It <laughs> is brutal and it involves a live skull fucking at one point. Fucking hell, man! <laughs> Spoiler alert! What's this, stri- what's this streaming on? Uh, you can get it on Shadow, I think. I've already got it on my watch list, so someone must have recommended it to me before. The one stick you like skull fucker, eh? Bonkers. It is right up there with the kind of stuff that you see in The Boys. It's just, it's out there. There's a lot of stuff that goes on in this movie. It's brutal. There's a subway scene, which is just intense. Um, yeah, it starts off really slowly, and then it escalates and escalates and escalates to the end. So, 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 um, sounds like a nice Sunday get, afternoon watch. I don't know why you get into these <laughs> moods to watch these awful horror films. Like, I've never it's, sat it's like down and afterwards. It's fine. It's not a problem. No, it's not that. It's just like, I, I've never been in the mood to just sit and go, you know what, I'm going to put Razor on. I've always been like, like I, I like I've seen these films, but it's always with, with other people, and they've gone. You've got to watch this, and then afterwards, I'm like, I wish I'd not watched that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Oh, you I've mean, never you, sat you down mean like hours with Veronica? Well, like you yeah, I'm not going to get like... in bed and watch some fucking disgusting body horror film. It's just not something I do. <laughs> See, well, and linking from that, the wife and I have started my second watch of The Last of Us. We're only up to episode two, but thoroughly re-enjoying a rewatch of that. 
See, I, see, I, I, I think body horror works as a component of something else. I like I, it in I, The I, Thing, for instance. Yeah, like The Thing mm. or like Alien or like The Last of Us. Like body horror works that, as a part of something. I can't yeah. watch something that is pure body horror. <laughs> That's why I can't watch Saw. Like, I can't watch just... anything Eli Roth's made. No, no, no. But the sadness is influenced by you know when you had the pandemic. It's a virus. Oh, I I, I get get it. I get its need to exist in the media. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying stop it. I've just never been in the mood. Like over day, I was like, oh, I'm in a bad mood. I'm going to put the Muppets film on, and I did. (laughs) What's the Muppets? It's just. just Oh, I forgot to mention. It was actually edited and directed by and written by Rob Jabaz, who's actually from Canada. Um, but yeah, everything. It's I thought you said Jim Henson then. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's a Canadian filmmaker, but also was an animator, so he knows what he's doing with the special effects. Oh, They're very I can't, good. I can't, I can't do it. I, I'd love to watch some of these films that you and Stig and Candy talk about all the time, but it's just maybe I'm just too soft. Uh, Oodles, we'll just sit. We'll sit and watch our cartoons. That's just all we need to do. Yeah, just watch his cartoons. I tell you what, Nick. it's a more brutal version of Train um, to Busan. Got similarities to that movie. I mean, that were enough. That, that was a pretty fucking brutal <laughs> film. Excellent film. Don't yeah, get me wrong. I love Train Busan. <laughs> Excellent film, but Jesus. Just dial it up to eleven, and that's what this movie is. That was supposed to be dialed up to eleven. That was sold to no, me as no, it only went, went the... about nine. I'd say. No, the fucking Train Busan was sold to me as oh, it's Dawn of the Dead, but it's dialed up to eleven. But brutal. I mean, fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good that film though. It's so good. Really Train good. Busan, watch it. It's fucking excellent. Yeah. Really good. A lot of these like frightening films are good, but I just, oh, I just feel minging after. Well, I want to watch Midsummer because you, you guys were saying it was so good, and I watched. It, I just felt like I felt sick. <laughs> I just felt <laughs> sick after. It. But I, I've, I've read Crossed, and I, I thought it was something that was just very similar to The Boys, which is unfilmable. I just thought you could never do that, but clearly someone has. They've done it. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. I suppose. Badass. Cool. What a week. What a horrendous, horrific week. We've had. <laughs> What an uplifting week we've all had. Yeah, wow. Did, have any of our listeners had an uplifting week? Uh, well, some of them have, because, Oodles, you're going to enjoy this. King Hagrid's come in first, one of our patrons. We love this man. After, uh, I love I, him anyway. Well, you're going to love me. our patrons. Yeah, you're going to love him even more. He says, after catching up with last week's green room, I'm starting Dragon Quest Eleven. There, <laughs> there we, we go. We got one. If it's as easy to pick up and put down as much as I want, I, it will suit my game style and the play style. It really is. There's, there's no rush. Do not rush it. I tell you what, one yeah. one thing, because obviously I haven't played as much Dragon Quest XI as the rest of you, the one thing I do appreciate is when I do go back to it, it gives me a synopsis of what the story yep. up to the point yep. I'm at. Yeah, yeah. More games need to, need to, to do companions this. Great, any time as well for that. It's just so fucking good. There's so you many RPGs talk, I've abandoned over you can the talk to your companions for a reminder where to go and stuff when you've yeah. been playing it for a while. It's so good. But yeah, so there's so many RPGs over the years I've abandoned because I've gone away to play something else for like a month or so. Come back and go, I have literally no idea what's going on. I did on that with what, what what turned out to be one of my favourite uh, RPGs, you know, um, Lost Odyssey on Xbox. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that like, was a good absolutely game, right? adored it, but I, I left it for like four or five months. Come back and I'm like, what the fuck are these? What the fuck are these people? And it took years for me to redo it. <laughs> I left Dragon Quest... Between 2021 about, and 2022, wasn't it? About a year, and like the, the, the synopsis just got me right back in. It's all right, no yeah. more, no. Yeah. Right. Xenos uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Zenos laughs> said, 
Look, you had it at the end of the fucking Patreon section last week. You've had your Dragon Quest music. Sit down and shut up. I don't listen to this. I know you listen to good podcasts. I didn't mean it like that. I don't listen to this shit. I was here. Xenos has said this week. Uh, I have to listen to it again when I edit the fucker. So you you should all listen to it again. And well, if you weren't good suffering. at editing, you wouldn't be doing it. Oh, do you want to edit this week, Oodles? Absolutely not. Exactly. Sit down and shut up. Xenos has said this week I've watched Nimona because it's been available on YouTube for free. Unfortunately, it'll be gone by the time the episode is published because it's going away on Monday. I'm actually just starting a second watch as I type this. The first time was on my own, and this time my partner and a friend are watching it with me. Genuinely excellent film, and I don't know why Netflix decided to make make it available for free, but I'm so glad they did. Considering I've seen it's the nominated U- for an Oscar, sorry, that's why. Does he not have Netflix? Oh. I thought everyone on planet had Netflix. Well, some people I don't. don't. I don't. Do you do you not? Can they? Mm, I got rid. Shy. I won't. I won't bother, mate. Shy. Well, after Henry Cavill finished in in um, The Witcher, you've got no need for a candy. Exactly. <laughs> Considering I've seen the original sketch for Nimona and Ballister on Tumblr, it's incredible how far this has come. And if it wins the Oscar it's nominated for, then it will be entirely deserved. And you know what? I fully agree, because I fucking loved Nimona. It was such a good film. It won't win. Not seen it. I've not seen it. Well, you know what, Oodles? Until tomorrow morning, you can go onto YouTube and watch it for free. I've got Netflix. (laughs) I would watch it. One, it's it's a really well-animated film. With a really good I'd visual have to, style. I'd have to download the YouTube app on my PlayStation, wouldn't I? Yeah, true. It's a really well-animated film. It's got really good LGBT um, representation in it. It's a wonderful trans allegory. And I think it might be one of the best things Chloe Grace Moretz has ever done because she's fucking brilliant as Nimona. Okay. Uh, he, he goes on to say, I've also been playing Elden Ring again. Because it turns out there's a mod that adds full co-op to the game, which makes it infinitely more tolerable. I will be getting nowhere solo, but together we're going to flatten every bastard between us and the throne. (laughs) It sounds like it spoils it, that. I mean, if it works for Xenos, it works for Xenos. Some people just can't get on with the solo combat. I'm not not gatekeeping. I'm just saying it sounds like it spoiled my version of it. It was my adventure, that one. Well, yeah, because because me and you go in, we enjoy the challenge because we're fucking sadists. I like having no nails at the end of it. <laughs> I like I like looking at my controller and going, "Have I twisted that?" <laughs> the first time I played, the first time I played Elden, like my PlayStation for, for the YouTube viewers, my PlayStation came with a white controller. Because of Elden Ring, I had to buy a red controller. <laughs> Slightly tangentially, tangentially related, I, when I play on PC, I have this white Xbox One controller. I've had it for years. Yeah, I yeah. broke the right stick on um, the last boss on Armored Core Six. <laughs> so easy to do. Can't so use it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've only ever broken controllers playing from software games. Yeah. Um, so some people are into that. We're going to move on to Mr. Worldwide himself. It's plenty. Mm. Ah, what's that high-pitched noise? It's feedback. Hello, friends. No 100 Things episode this week because work, wine, and the wife are all demanding. Slack. I joke. Just I've when I start paying for it, I don't get week. one. <laughs> I want I, my money back. I've decided to get myself back into shape. That shape is still round, just less round. I hope to be <laughs> egg-shaped in time for Easter. In a bid to do that, I've been working out at home to YouTube workout videos. 20 minutes cardio in the morning before work, and the same when I get home. Baby steps in it. 
Get yourself to the fucking gym. Lift some weights, man. No, don't bother with gym. You're doing you're doing well, Plant. No, Just do it. Stay at home. It's cheaper. <laughs> As for games, I'll save my cyberpunk feedback for when I've finished it, but 25 hours in, I'm having a great time. Good man. Last week, the Switch got an update to its NES Online stuff, and finally, Snake Rattle and Roll is on there. Is oh, it? Love that game. Is it on there? Yeah. Oh, brilliant. The 12 year old in me was delighted, and I've played through it three times this week alone. It brought Fucking back all the best game. memories of switching on my NES the minute I got home and ignoring my homework. Kind of like podcasting in my 40s. <laughs> it's so good. This week's biggie for us was Society of the Snow. It's grim. The grimmest thing I've seen in years. In spite of knowing the story, I assumed at one point they'd never get out. Stick and Gadget were both right. It's up there with the best films I've seen in the last 12 months. I haven't seen the film. I just knew the story. But yeah, lots of good things said about it and Stig loved it. Well, better go. I've got a foot on the boil. Oh. <laughs> I need to watch it. I love a good comedy. <laughs> For you, mate, it'll be nothing. You'll be like, oh, yeah, you'll be chuck- all this. Based on what you Cannibalism, watching, fuck all that. Chuckling your way through <laughs> it. <laughs> fuck all. Cannibalism, I want to see him lancing boils off the faces and stuff. That's what you want. <laughs> <laughs> and last up, last up, we've got Best Boy Angry Kurt. This week I've put more time into Mario vs. Donkey Kong. I've been enjoying it in a 7 out of 10 kind of way. It's pretty simple, but it looks lovely and just scratches the itch of playing something not too taxing, but it has some nice brain teasers, almost like doing a Sudoku puzzle. The main issue I have to say that it say is that as a Mario game, the platforming feels off and the hit detection on enemies is unpolished. It's also very short at about 5 hours, five hours even if it is a budget release. Fucking hell. Is it the same as the DS one? Is it a Game Boy Advance one? Because I played one. It's I don't. It, it, it's it's not a remake? a remake. No, it's not a remake. It's a new game in that style, though. Because I like the idea of it, but what do, budget Guys Nintendo's the, uh, probably probably forty quid? TCGS absolutely ripped into it. They didn't like it at all. Yeah, because it's not a three D Mario game. I mean, I think I, th- I think Kurt's selling his copies. Will get so go in and see if he'll sell. How much? I don't know. Look in the Discord. Twenty five. Yeah. $25? No, Quid. 25 pancakes. I don't Euros. Know. 25 pounds. 25 cents. Ugh. It was... Uh, I'm, uh, if it's a Mario game that Nintendo haven't really put any marketing into... Yeah, it's going to be B-tier, isn't it? Yeah. It's not, I'm not interested. I have one more bit of feedback. She's come in. Well, I, 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 I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not finished with Kurt. Oh, Sorry. What I was most excited for this week, though, was the return of my favourite sports documentary and a show partially responsible for my current job, In Drive to Survive. Once again, Netflix have done a great job covering the last season. Formula One fans complain that Netflix fabricates some of the drama in previous seasons, and that's probably true, but I don't care. Otherwise, it would be more boring, so why not put some additional drama in there to spice things up? And he says, cheers, I can't wait to hear what the new Patreon series is going to be. I, I feel I'm going like, to announce that very soon. I feel like he's put that like hint, hint next to it. <laughs> we really are announcing this episode. He? Don't worry. I, I, we stay behind. I, before Candyland, I will be announcing this after the social bits and stuff. We'll what did that, that effing guy say? Just finished Dexter. Oh my fucksy, what an absolute shit show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, told him, I told him we were talking about it in the Discord earlier because he was saying like, I've got like three episodes of Dexter to go and it just keeps getting worse. And all I could say was this, Mate, it gets worse from there. Mm. Those last three episodes were particularly terrible. I was listening to the pod from last week and you were saying about it. It was like, even the re... Well, not reboot, but even the kind of 10 years later what they did. 
that was bad too. Like they said it was going to be, you know, it makes up for all our wrongdoings. Mm, did it though? <laughs> no. It was interesting, but not great. I, I, I tell you what, if you, if you want to watch Dexter, watch it up to the end of the Trinity Killer series. It doesn't exist after that. <laughs> I'm just not going to bother. But the thing, the thing is, Oodles, the tr- the Trinity Killer is John Lithgow. It's very it's good. Ooh, superb. You should have started with that. It's very good. <laughs> you should have started with it. I love it. You could watch the first four and be like, yeah, I'm happy with that. Yeah. Oh, it makes it oh well. That, that you f- know how to tickle me taste buds. I love a bit of thespianism. Well, that, that, that fourth series, like the, the, the character Lithgow is playing, it, it's, a, it's, it's like peeling the onion of a character. Because he starts off so friendly, and it just gets so horrible by the end. Did you see him in Daddy's Home too? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's so good in that. He keeps kissing Will Ferrell because they've got like a really healthy dad relation, dad father son relationship. They just keep kissing each other on lips. It's so funny. <laughs> but it's a Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson's in the film, so I can't watch it. He is, and he's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's a terrible. You're right. He's a terrible person. Yeah, and a terrible actor nowadays. I know, he was, he's always been terrible. He was just in good movies. Yeah, that's <laughs> he's probably, usually that's the worst the thing in any film he's in. Yeah, that's probably the case, isn't it? He's great he, in Mad Max. No, he's not. He doesn't act in Mad Max. He just stands there and looks moody. He's great in Lethal Weapon. First one. There he is. Cool, 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 cool. As always, links to all our extracurricular activities are in our show notes. And at modernescapism.co.uk. Again. Kenny Potter is over now, but you can, if you are a patron, you can go and listen to them because now it's time to finally announce what we're going to be doing in the interim. Here's the clue. So Candy's having a sabbatical. We're going to get to Candy's Resident Evil later on in the year. In the interim, we're going to be the modern escapist men. It really fucking rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? I mean, title to be announced. (laughs) But we are going to do the X-Men Cinematic Universe in review. Now, we've all seen them, but that's what's going to be special about it. There's only two films to cover, isn't there? It should be a short one. All I remembered about this Nope. Two. Because you've got three Wolverine spin-offs, both Deadpool Yes, we're doing them all. We're doing the Deadpool films as well. We've got new, mu- new mutants. When we talk- talked about this, I was like, "Hang on, there's there's a can, lot." Can, can, can we just specify the all year. X-Men in the title? Yeah, <laughs> I'm only joking. We, 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 we might do Deadpool's because um, that's kind of canon, isn't it? But we're going to do the X-Men Cinematic Universe in review, similar to Kenny Potter. But obviously, we've seen them, so it's going to be more of an in-depth. Um, I don't know. Biopsy <laughs> of these films. It, 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 it's a remembering. Did I think this film was good? Yes. <laughs> I'm really excited. We haven't got a date when it's starting, but it will start soon. I think. Um, again, I, I think we'll pro- we'll probably start it in April because in March, Biggie and I'll yeah. get Fast X done. Yeah, and then yep, yep. start it at some point in April. And and that spin off is going to be starring me and Stig as my usual. That it's going to star me and Stig as usual and Gadget and Biggie as well. Escape yeah. is man. <laughs> I mean, you could, if you if you want a candy, you can join if you want. I might I might pop into a few. We'll see for yeah. the for the dark phoenix. I was going to get her in on the dark <laughs> no. phoenix. Yeah. No, not that one. I very on Jean Grey. So in 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 preparation, uh, patrons because it's a patron one. Get watching, get watching along. Look, we're, we're not asking you to read X. the comics, but guess what? 
me and Biggie are definitely going to be saying, ah, in the books, we're yeah, going to be yeah. doing that. Oodles is going to be fucking intolerable. I... Biggie's, Biggie's more of a fan of X-Men than I am. I know, He's never this X-Man. seen Dark Phoenix, and I never planned to see it. Wait, wait, oh, ah! It's bad. <laughs> I, I saw it at the cinema. <laughs> I think we still have to do all the spin-offs, everything. Does that include the cartoon as well? No, no just the Wolverine too much films. On, too much just on the so we, Just so we have to put ourselves... I think we do the Wolverine films, yeah. Wolverine we Origins, just so we put ourselves through that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't. Oh, yeah, no. we, yeah, we, do, we do get to finish it off with Logan, though. So, like, Logan makes up for that. Yeah, we do. Us. We do. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be an excellent experience. Just so many highlights bitch. and lowlights. <laughs> it's just going to be so good. <laughs> Please, in preparation, get the first two uh, we, watched at least. We absolutely also need to get Planty on for X-Men The Last Stand because I just want to hear him shout about Kelsey Grammer for a while. <laughs> hey, people, people, people are welcome to jump on if you're a patron. You can come on. Um, but it's, just, it's it's exciting. It's exciting to have another project to sink his teeth yeah. into. And if you patrons have an idea of what we can actually call it, rather than modern escapism, man, <laughs> feel free. It's a Fast and Furious no, like X it. count as well. You up? Biggie? No, no, it doesn't. Fast and Furious, Furious X does X not count, count as well. No. So we go, we're doing that. We're looking forward to it. It's going to be exciting because there's more shit. There's more turds. <laughs> The sad thing is there are more turds than successes, but some of the successes are really fucking good. <laughs> well, we capitalised on the fact that X-Men's massive at the moment again, so it's oh, yeah. synergy, absolute synergy. It's going to be wonderful. I can't wait for this. But yeah, exclusive to patrons. We will, as always, do the first episode for free. So the good we film. We did that. We, the, the good <laughs> film. You'll get that for free to get a taste because we, we, we're excellent drug dealers. We always give you a free taste. <laughs> But you'll get... Oh, it's just going to be so exciting. I can't fucking wait. But yes, now. Now that's over with. It's time for Candyland. Oh, no. And now, what's up in Candyland? Uh, well, I've got two, because I've been hatching it. Like, whilst we've been podding, I've been hatching a plan I might have seen a bit distant. It's because I might have come up with the next big thing. I'll do my first one first. So the first one I thought is, like, we don't realise how lucky we are that air is see-through. Can you imagine if it was, like... (laughs) What do you mean? Oxygen? Yeah. It's not. Yeah, it is. I can see you. It's not. We just don't see that spectrum of it. Aren't we lucky that we don't see the spectrum of oxygen? That's better. That's better. Can you imagine what a nightmare life would be? Isn't it? But do you think that's, isn't that a pure coincidence? Like, no, how, it's not. It's evolution. No, no. Like how the moon is like the perfect size to block out the sun on eclipses. That is like pure coincidence. It's not the perfect size to block out the sun. It is though. It's like that perfect ring. No, it makes you feel. It looks like that from where we are. It's not. No, it is. It's not. It is. If you fart in the bath, you see the bubbles. It is, it, I know what you mean. It is from where we are stood. Like it's, it's yeah. not from our from, from our angle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I know the sun and the moon. Do you, are the do, same do you size, think there's but... ever? Do you do you think there's ever an eclipse in the, on the International Space Station? Mm. I think you broke her there. <laughs> I'm going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. There you go. No. Yeah. Sunny. No. There must it's always be, there sunny must be, in space. There must be loads of ecl- no because it's not behind the moon. Imagine no, it's in front of the moon. But if if it, just it depends what window they're looking out of, doesn't it? 
It, it does rep- depend what window you're looking at, absolutely. If they're looking out the it's, back door, then yeah. You've got to remember, glimpses. the International Space Station's constantly falling. Yeah, I know. I hate that. I read that blew it's my hair back. It? That blew my hair back. When I found out that you're actually not weightless when you get to that level no, of space, you're, you're like, you're just falling. <laughs> just falling. <laughs> Do you think, it. like, as soon as you go weightless into space, though, like, you know, there's that moment and something comes up floating in front of you. Do you yeah. think it feels like when you go on Oblivion at Alton Towers and you just like that, your tummy that initial, drops? Yeah, the yeah. initial tummy drop. Yeah, I bet, I bet it does. I bet it does. Ooh. That's Buzz Aldrin. He'll That'd be you. fun though, wouldn't it? I don't want to get into no, space. I think but it would. Like... because you hit a point I never made it to the moon. It, surely. Like yeah, you... I'm, I'm pretty sure the G-Force stops when you're actually in space. Pretty sure there's no G-Force yeah. at all. Mm, no, because there's... Must um... be very weird. Must be very weird. I know that if you need to have a, have, have a piss and a shit, you have to get strapped at toilet. That's yeah. as much as I know. And I'm there's not, not G- There's that. not G-Force, but momentum <laughs> still goes. Cause, cause, momentum cause, still goes, yeah. Because if you have a centrifuge, you can kind of... We're getting way off topic. Do you want to hear my other one? Yeah. This is good. No. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know gyms? And there's like loads and loads of running machines. Yeah. Um, sure. This is a half-baked idea because I was still getting there whilst I was whilst we were podding. I think I know where this is going. Mm. <laughs> you should be. Why do we just not walk? <laughs> it should be connected to like the national grid. Yeah, it's exactly what I thought yeah. you were going to go. With. But if you've got like a little, you've got a little membership card. You put it into your running machine. You <laughs> away or whatever you're doing, um, and then like it, it can be like used against your electricity bill, maybe. Like the amount of kilojoules. No, no, the only, that's a great idea because it's recycling like energy, isn't it? Kinetic energy. The only way that would work though is if they reduced what we pay out for energy. Because we have to run so much to even make it worthwhile. And I can't run on a treadmill. It's disgusting. It's boring as fuck, isn't it? But if you're getting a bit of money off your electricity bill, it might be worth it. That would be, that's a good idea. But it also doesn't work like that because treadmills are motorised. So you need to put them into the electric. It would have to be a not motorised one. Yes, you (laughs) can get, you can get, no, you can get. You can get them. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, you can get, yeah. No, but like in, in terms of like the, the, you know, 50 of them that you see next to each other in a gym. I'm almost certain. Spin that, bikes that, aren't that though, are they? Yeah, I was about to say, there's have some you ever countries. Done spin candy? Yes, it's dreadful. Exactly. Some countries so do use spin bikes. Start. Some do use spin bikes to power up small generators in real life. So That'd be good, wouldn't it? Like if you had a spin bike in your house. That's how they do the electric down where Rudolph lives. That's just so Sometimes. Fucking... His Ben's on the spin bike right now to try and keep it going. <laughs> mm, yeah. No, like. The idea that we have to generate our own energy. No, you don't have to. Like, you have the option to. By exercise. If you swipe your card, you get money off your, your electric yeah. bill. I like it. Like I you can like still it, go in and it. turn your lights on, but if you think, well, I could cycle for an hour and then I can play on my PlayStation, PlayStation for an hour for free. Just five minutes. Yeah, I like it. Be all right. <laughs> Stay tuned I, I, for more candy, good ideas this is my this is my This is my favourite one you've ever said. Thanks. Because it makes sense. It's, it's, it's a nice... I'm going to look no, this up. Space turbulence. It's a, it's, a great, it's a great socialist idea, working together for the betterment of humanity. And also, if you're on a bike, you don't need to be able to see where you're going if the air wasn't transparent, so you're fine. Wow. That loser's part <laughs> yeah, for the transparency it. of air. You flew too close to the sun there, Candy. <laughs> you know air's a gas, don't you? perfect You know CO2 is a gas. It's a gaseous... You know it's a gaseous substance, don't you? CO2? No, O2. Oh, O2. Yeah, I was going to say. Well, yeah, also, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that, I mean, there's gases. Too expensive, though, O2. 
it is. Okay, well, I don't so, know anyway. So doing an hour on a bike generates about 0.11 kilowatts or more or less Nothing, depending on how fast you cycle. Fuck so all, an man. hour on the bike provides only 0.37% of your energy needed for 24 hours, approximately five minutes. So That's all right. An hour, an hour of spin bike for five minutes of energy. Perfect. No. Nope. Fine. It's fine. I'm sure we can tweak it. Somehow. It's a great idea in, in theory, Candy. And I, I, I particularly like that one. Thank you. Ignore the haters. Thanks. What, until they that's have us like, have you ever seen that Black Mirror? Is it when they're on the yeah. treadmills? Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. What yeah. Would, that's what it would be like. Yeah. <laughs> Not indentured servitude. I'm talking about a nice no, but little no. option. Once they, once, they put the, once they put the option into place... Oh, this works. Why don't we make Remember, everybody guys, do it? <laughs> there's countries there's countries in this world that pay you for putting cans in machines to recycle. So it can be done. We can work together for a better world. Candy's world. Candy land. Candy land. Fucking hamsters. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not a patron, this is the end of the show for you. If you are a patron, we'll meet you in the green room for a little quick Andy. See you later, everybody, scrubs. Bye. 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 You're gone. I know where that's going. He's clearly going to find That's a proper rap. That was loud, wasn't it? That was so loud. I was just in the sound waves. It was really loud. See, I told you farts were funny. I feel like I can that, smell that's it. That's for well. Kurt, that one. That's just for Kurt. <laughs> oh, oh, stinks. <laughs>